BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Living the dream, it's finally here, the first Sunday of the NFL season, Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, woo! All right, we're broadcasting live from the Tyrag.com studios, Tyrag.com, we're going to help get you there on a match selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrag.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's get it started. We got eight games kicking off right now, Panthers, Falcons, Bengals, Browns, Jaguars, Colts, Buccaneers, Vikings, Titans, Saints, 49ers, Steelers, Cardinals, Commanders, and Texans, Ravens. Richie, here we are once again, another season of Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. (laughs) Look at Monsi. A year ago, she was a rookie. Now she's the veteran. She's ready to go. Eight games ready to kick off. Hey, Rich, we got to get to the big story before we get this game, uh, these games started, and that is the line switch on this Bengals-Browns game, Richie. Yep. Money is pouring in on the Browns right now. They are actually favored now to win this game at home against the Bengals. What's happening there? Is everyone believing that we're going to have Deshaun Watson like he used to look with the Texans back on the field (laughs) against the powerful Cincinnati Bengals? What's going on here? Yeah, this is is, uh, a very interesting turn of events. Um, uh, it, it's one of those. It's one of those situations where you don't know what you're going to get, right? We don't know what Deshaun Watson's going to look like. We have no idea what Joe Burrow's going to look like, and for differing reasons. Watson, obviously, coming off of uh, a year, a down year after being accused of over 20 civil suits of sexual misconduct against massage therapists. Um, Joe Burrow. <laughs> 
a calf injury over this offseason that has limited his participation in training camp and the preseason. And so we're watching kickoff with a light rain falling in Cleveland, hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. And right there, the NFL football season, as far as Sundays goes, has begun. <laughs> That's unbelievable. By the way, before we get to all the eight games going on right now in the NFL, I want to get your quick thought on the Chiefs losing that game at home against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Mike Tirico getting a lot of heat for saying there's an asterisk here. I don't think there's such a thing as an asterisk in an NFL game. A win's a win. Um, I mean, but I mean, the Chiefs were without their second best player, Travis Kelsey, and their third best player, Chris Jones. So how much problems do you see for the Chiefs at all? Uh, and how much credit do you give the Lions for coming up with the victory on the road against the Super Bowl champs? Uh, look, I give all the credit to the Lions. The Lions beat the Chiefs and the Lions beat the Chiefs in prime time at Arrowhead Stadium against a team and a coach that has an unbelievable September record. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has barely lost in September. Same with Andy Reid since he's taken over as head coach and worked with Patrick Mahomes. And on top of that, Andy Reid has this tremendous record at the start of season open and also after bye weeks. So when he prepares a game plan for a game that he has plenty of time to prepare for, typically it's a Chiefs victory. And this time the Lions were the tougher team. And granted, they were without a Hall of Fame tight end. I get it. And he's a huge part of the offense. I get it. And also they lost him on Tuesday and that changes the game plan the week of. I get it. But the Lions won. And so all the credit goes to the Lions. There is no style point situation in the NFL. The Lions are 1-0, and the Chiefs are 0-1. That's it. it. That's all we have. There you have it. Uh, by the way, the Cleveland Browns defensive line is putting some pressure on Joe Burrow very early on. Bengals have the ball first. Meanwhile, the Steelers taking on the 49ers. Uh, yesterday, Jeff Schwartz doing the show just absolutely loves the Steelers in this game. And right now, Kenny Pickett just got sacked um, early on. But a lot of people are jumping on the Steeler bandwagon. I saw some other outlets saying that the Steelers may be underrated, even though a lot of people... I mean, how about this? Jeff Schwartz bet on them to win the division. Wow. This is the toughest division, perhaps, in the NFL right now. The AFC North with the Ravens, the Browns, the Bengals, and the Steelers. Are, are you as psyched up about the Steelers just you know exploding on the scene this season? No. No, I'm definitely not. And as we speak, the Steelers go three and out, and right. that punt was almost blocked mm-hmm. by the 49ers. Punter shanked it out of bounds, so we'll see what kind of field position the 49ers have on their opening series of the season. But, yeah, look, I look at this game very simply. It's a passing league now. You have Deshaun Watson, you have Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson as the other quarterbacks in this in this division, and you're picking Kenny Pickett? I'm sorry. You can have as good of a run game and a defense as you want. This league is about the quarterback. Look at the playoffs every year. Look at the Super Bowl matchups every year. I mean, outside of certain outliers – if you have an elite-level quarterback, you have a chance to go the distance. Are we convinced that Kenny Pickett's elite? I don't know, man. That's what it's going to take to win that division is elite quarterback play in the AFC North. All right, speaking of quarterbacks, Brock Purdy taking his first snap of the 2023 season. And again, I've said this many times. If you look at Brock Purdy's numbers last year in comparison to Jimmy Garoppolo's numbers before he got hurt, they're identical. So, uh, completion percentage, uh, touchdown pass interception ratio. Brock Purdy did exactly what Jimmy G did. Now, the good news for Kyle Shanahan is 
Look at the record Kyle Shanahan had when Jimmy Garoppolo was his starting quarterback as opposed to when he was not. So they're just getting back to basics. I mean, the 49ers are finally publicly saying we made a mistake, uh, you know, with the Trey Lance drafting. But they now have a quarterback that simply puts the ball in all these amazing playmakers' hands that the 49ers have weapons as good, if not better, than every other team in the NFL. Look, the 49ers, not only did they fail on selecting Trey Lance because you could put the blame on Trey Lance, and that's a good way to scapegoat the situation, they needed to develop him, and they didn't. I mean, he spent some part of three years in that system, and he wasn't a very good quarterback. Now, durability, you can't really control that, but it's a very important part of the game, and that's part of the story as to why Trey Lance didn't work out with the 49ers. But, um, but yeah, I, it's scapegoating the situation by putting all the blame on Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan, I thought it was good. He took accountability. He said it didn't work out with him, and he took some of that blame on himself. He said, look, that's on me. It's my job to get that going. Steelers hold tough on a third and short situation. McCaffrey tried to go up and over, and so we're seeing a fourth and one attempt with Brock Purdy in this offense. All right, so going for it on fourth and one, and a little swing pass is going to get the first down for the 49ers, so they're into Steeler territory. Meanwhile, the Bengals had to punt so no score. We're still waiting for our first touchdown, guys. Ryan is here today producing. This is, by the way, Chris's maiden voyage here on uh, Fox Sports Radio, Red Zone Radio here. Chris, are you ready? Uh, I'm ready this? to go. And my Lions have already <laughs> played. I agree with Rich. We won that game. And what can I say? No, they're, they're, I get to enjoy yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I, I was yeah. surprised. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Mike Tirico, but that asterisk line was way that was. You want to know about the real asterisk was, what's his name, Juwan Taylor getting to line up in the backfield <laughs> and false start every snap. Yeah. I liked it, man. I, I like it. I like him pushing the boundaries there. The rule officially states, wow, Christian McCaffrey with a great little first down run there after George Kittle converted on the fourth and one for the 49ers. They're starting to drive deeper and deeper into Steelers territory in this game on their opening drive. But yeah, what Juwan Taylor was doing was cheating a little bit, but that forward lean he had in that it's been two something, point stance. Yeah, yeah, it's been something t- tackle's been done all for years. Yeah, the crown of his helmet was breaking the plane of the center's belt. That keeps you onside. That's the reason why I didn't get called for it except for once the entire game in the entire game and it was only because he was a little too upright in his stance but other than that i mean i think i think i think the chiefs man Uh oh we got mccaffrey on the loose he's inside the 10 yard line huge hole in the middle of that uh, defensive front for the steelers so the 49ers have now gotten themselves inside the 10 yard line looking to take the quick lead a lot of people picking pittsburgh in this game jumping on the steelers bandwagon and uh, ignoring the fact that the 49ers, and again, if you eliminate quarterback, that's a huge elimination, but eliminate quarterback from the equation, I don't know if there's a better roster with more playmakers on both sides of the football than the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, the big question mark is Brock Purdy. Now, he was undefeated during the regular season. We have a touchdown, the first of our NFL Sundays. Boom, there, there it is. is. The Niners have scored Brandon just like that. Ayuk over the middle. <laughs> Beautiful pass from Purdy. Wide open. That is exactly how you want to start your opening drive. If you're Kyle Shanahan and you've traded a fourth rounder uh, to or excuse me, and you got a fourth rounder for Trey Lance, who you traded three first rounders to get. Mm. Yeah, I mean that was just a beautiful route. Yeah, the defender was completely lost, 
and he was able to uh, reel that ball in uncontested. All right, so we have gotten our first score of the day, Gay. It is the San Francisco 49ers putting a touchdown on the board. Are you getting in the end zone on the pass from Brock Purdy? All right, we're just getting started. If you've never listened before, this is the only place you need to be. We will update you on the scores. We will update you on the stats. We will keep you updated on all eight games currently going on. The first Sunday of the NFL season, this is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, you know, know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Kittle is left. Purdy going to take play action. And McCaffrey looks left, throws for the end zone. Wide open. Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown. San Francisco. Let's start the fire right now, baby. Ayuk. Ayuk. Ayuk is on fire. You're going early. That's KMBR 49ers Radio Network. First touchdown of this Sunday. 49ers lead the Steelers 7-0. Once again, this is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. I'm a little surprised. It's been quiet 
in these games so far, Richie. I mean, we've done this show for years, and usually by this time we did get a field goal from the Titans. They have an early 3-0 lead against the Saints, but the other six games are all scoreless right now. What kind of season are we going to see? Are defenses catching up a little bit to some of these offenses? Are we going to see a freewheeling, high-scoring season in the NFL? By the way, Kenny Pickett just threw an interception, so the 49ers have the ball right back. Uh, so all the people jumping on the Steelers' early season bandwagon, not off to a good start. But uh, are we going to see maybe defenses show a little more here in 2023? It's too early to say. I mean, we're four minutes, maybe halfway into some <laughs> of these. I want a prediction for the whole season right now. Quarters. But I, I will say this. Defense always coalesces first on a football team. So early season, it always feels like there's a little bit of suppression of the offense because it's read and react on that side of the ball, the defensive side. And offense takes time for the communication and the new faces around the offense all that to gel together that continuity is so important especially on the offensive line but quarterback to receiver all aspects of the offense so that could be a reason why you'll see a little bit of a slow lurching start to some of these offenses early in the season all right so 49ers had the ball and right now they're going right down the field again inside the 30 yard line Brock Purdy has not missed on a pass yet so he looks pretty good now three games in the uh, early morning have rookie quarterbacks going Bryce Young is off to a three for three 28 yard slot I I'm predicting Bryce Young will be as good if not better than advertised one of the big questions obviously today is Anthony Richardson two for three eight yards to start their game against the Jaguars if you didn't hear Jonathan Taylor was put on the PUP um He doesn't really have an injury. Uh, they, they said that he did, but they're just sort of holding off and trying to figure out what they're going to do with Jonathan Taylor down the road. And then one game that a lot of people are thinking could be an absolute uh, blowout today, Ravens home against the Texans. C.J. Stroud, two for two for zero yards. Two for two for zero yards. Uh, that's not a good ratio right there. So anyway, uh, we'll see these rookie quarterbacks. Uh, getting back to the Anthony Richardson situation with the Colts, so you got Shane Steichen, someone that you're obviously very familiar with. He's not like Nick Sirianni, even though they were both assistants with the Chargers. Sirianni's more of a goofball. Uh, Steichen's more of a serious-minded guy, but you talk about pressure on a rookie coach to take a very raw rookie in Anthony Richardson and try to do something with him. And, oh, by the way, you're not going to have Jonathan Taylor to help out with the running game. Yeah, good luck, good luck. Um, But, hey, listen, this is what head coaching in the NFL looks like. When you get a job, typically it's not because, you know what, gosh, after our 14-win season in the regular season and that Super Bowl victory, we just felt like a change at head coach. You know, you're going to a disaster. You're The, the Colts were a disaster. And I think a lot of it had to do with the owner stepping in and creating a lot of the problems for Indianapolis. But, um, but yeah, that's what a lot of first first. Uh, time head coaches are going to be dealing with we got a touchdown in Jacksonville Calvin Ridley on the board the ensuing extra point good so it's a seven nothing lead in Indianapolis for Trevor Lawrence and the fighting Petersons yeah Trevor Lawrence off to a good start six or eight 56 yards and the score and again Doug Peterson went into Jacksonville inherited you talk about a mess in the post Urban Meyer (laughs) era and got this team not only to the postseason but also engineered one of the great comebacks in 
postseason history and that victory against the Chargers. So Jacksonville, very sexy pick to win what is probably viewed one of the weaker divisions this year, the AFC South, and they're off to the early 7-0 lead on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. Meanwhile, the 49ers uh, on the roll right now trying to move on. They got a third down, third and 14. They're at the Steeler. Uh, 30 yard line. So, this is a, a critical play right here if they want to get into the end zone again. And Brock Purdy is trying to scramble and throw short. That's going nowhere. So, it looks like the 49ers are going to have to settle for a field goal attempt. Yeah. Speaking of field goals, we've got a pair of them in New Orleans. The Saints just matched the Titans' first field goal attempt. So, it's three all down there in Nolens with Derek Carr. Uh, so far with 64 yards passing. And that's going to be an interesting situation for head coach uh, down there in, with the Saints, Allen and Carr. I, I mean, is is this the year that Derek Carr finally makes good on the prof, uh, on the uh, on the, the idea that if you give him a defense, he can win a division. If you give him a defense, he can make a deep run. The Saints had a top five defense last year. They're looking to repeat this season. All right, again, the big story leading up to these morning games, all the money just pouring in on the Cleveland Browns, where they actually kicked off as the favorite in this game. They were two, two-and-a-half-point dogs. They're a one-point favorite going in. Deshaun Watson hasn't done much yet. One for two, six yards. He has a 12-yard scramble. Uh, meanwhile, Joe Burrow, who just got the richest con contract in the National Football League. A little shaky at the beginning. Three for six, 19 yards. He's also been sacked in this game. Of course, Joe Burrow and every other quarterback thanking the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson for that insane, huge, guaranteed deal. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, I, I have made you know our preseason predictions here at Fox Sports Radio. I have the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. In fact, I, I also predict the Bengals, when it's all said and done, will be the team of the 20s. I think the Bengals will win multiple Super Bowls in this decade. Am I out of my mind, or is Joe Burrow as good as not only advertised, but apparently as being paid? Yeah. Yeah, look, having a great quarterback isn't the only thing you need. You also need ownership who can spend a little cash. You need to have flexibility with the salary cap. Um, Joe Burrow signed an amazing deal in terms of flexibility because they paid him a lot of money up front. Now we'll see how much this ownership group in Cincinnati will uh, will be willing to spend. Um, it's gonna be it's it's going to be really what it comes down to is how deep the pockets are in guarantees. All right, so if, did I write, did I see a blocked field goal by the Steelers? You did, but I think it, was, it just got called offside. Yeah, All right, so offside on the Steelers. So the 49ers are going to give a 41-yard attempt right now as the 49ers lead the Steelers by a score of 7 or nothing. We got 4.41 to go in the first quarter. The field goal attempt is good, and the 49ers now lead 10 nothing. Uh, in this game. So it's been a shaky start for Kenny Pickett. He's already thrown an interception in this game. But the 49ers, again, if Brock Purdy is anything close to what we saw at the end of last season, uh, you talk about a team to beat, the 49ers will be that. And yeah. when you have a Christian McCaffrey, when you got Samuel, when you got Kittle, when you got Ayuk on the offense, you got Bosu, who obviously just signed a huge deal. 
they got playmakers on both sides of the football, and if somehow Kyle Shanahan can hold this thing together, look out. The yeah. 49ers are going to be tough. Look at three rosters in particular, uh, and again, the Chiefs have to get their ducks in a row here with the Kelsey injury early on, but also getting Chris Jones signed. But the Chiefs are up there in the preseason with one of the strongest rosters in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles, and not be- far behind both of those, the 49ers. And it really comes down to, can Brock Purdy do it? Now, it's it's a little bit easier when the expectations are low and you step into a situation where you're taking over for a starter. And that's what Brock Purdy did toward the end of the season last year and did a really, really nice job filling in for an injured Jimmy Garoppolo and taking the 49ers all the way to the NFC Championship game. But the reality is the pressure's on now. You're the guy. It's your team now, and he's got to carry that weight on his shoulders from game one all the way throughout the 17-game regular season into the postseason. All right, so if we have a dog game uh, this morning, it's going to be the uh, Commanders and the Cardinals. Of course, the Cardinals go into the season with Joshua Dobbs as their quarterback. He's two for three, three yards so far. Commanders are actually driving right now. Sam Howell is their quarterback, but this figures to be a battle of teams that will be positioning for a very high draft pick in 2024 yeah there's no doubt about it I mean (laughs) what they did this offseason was just I mean it was so obviously trying to have field one of the worst teams in the NFL that in fact now Caleb Williams father has come out on the record saying that yeah he may not leave uh, USC after all because you know just because you stink uh, this season doesn't mean you're gonna get my son like yeah, yeah, no kidding. I would be worried, too, if I was Caleb Williams and watching what the Cardinals are doing. Caleb Williams, three games into the season, as the reigning Heisman winner is completing 78.6% of his passes, 12 touchdowns, no interceptions Yeah, in yeah. the first three games. It's, it's pretty By the good way, right I got now. news for you. It's not going to be Arizona with the number one pick. It's going to be the Rams. I have told you this. The Rams are absolutely, <laughs> I'll tell you, a team he will play for is the Rams. He'll move from the Coliseum into SoFi. Sean McVay. Uh, it's going to be an interesting year for Matthew Stafford because the reason, only reason Stafford's playing this year is he's making $60 million. He'll step aside. The Rams, I am going to say it right now, the Rams will have the number one pick. Caleb Williams will be in a Rams uniform next season. Not so fast <laughs> because it's Sean McVay yes. on that sideline. You remember, he's so excitable. He has the get-back coach. He has to pull him right off the field to make room for the officials on the sideline. <laughs> also, may I mention Aaron Donald, Aaron future Donald. Hall of Famer. Yeah, he your defensive lineman. He and staff are going to have very shortened seasons, <laughs> Can by I the way. Can I also <laughs> uh, mention Cooper Cup, who's is not playing right now. He's injury and he's, he's, I think he's in Minnesota still. Yeah, he's We're not really sure where Cooper Cup is. They have no depth on that team. Mark my words. Let, let, me Akers? let me ask you. What is more? What works better for the NFL? Go ahead. Caleb Williams in a Cardinals uniform mm-hmm. or a Rams uniform? Oh, Cardinals. Obviously. Obviously not. not. <laughs> Alright, let's find out what is trending right now. And She is back. She was not a Afraid to tackle this on top of the fact she is now co-hosting her own show with Alex Curry Woo! Saturdays here on Fox Sports Radio. Monsi Bolaños is here. I am. I mean, guys, this is cake. It's eight games. This is cake. I know. Last year was ten. Yeah, we First had ten. Week one last. <laughs> she just looked at us like I can't do this. Yeah, no. Ever since that, it's cake now, guys. Not a lot of scoring, but let's just say Kelvin Ridley has wasted no time. Lawrence all by himself takes a shotgun snap to pass. Plants shuffling right. Still looking, scanning, turns. Now he rolls to the left side, looking for the end zone, fires off platform, and that's a catch for a 
touchdown, and it's Calvin Ridley who spikes the ball into the end zone. That play took a long time to develop. The pass rush wasn't there for the Colts, and Lawrence finds Ridley on a broken play for a touchdown. But for Ridley, it didn't take a long time. That no. is Jaguars Radio Network. They're beating the Colts 7-0, one minute to go in the first quarter. Fun little story quickly. When I worked at Universal Studios as a VIP tour guide, I took around Calvin Ridley. Did you? Right before, like in between college and the NFL, he came with his girlfriend and uh, another friend, and it was four of them, and I took them around. They were very nice. Were they betting on games at the time on his <laughs> gaming apps? I didn't ask, and maybe I should have. Maybe that's why he was on his phone the whole time. Hey. No, but he was very nice, very nice guy. Calvin, put that away. Yeah. That's yeah. Not, you can't do that. But We're no, on... I'm betting on us to win. Actually, Monty. actually, Monty told him, I got a game I love today. Yeah. <laughs> I got, got a game I love today. Maybe it was all my fault at the time, you guys. Maybe you guys were on the Lost World, and you're like, Trust listen, me, I'll be holding King my Kong own national like, show. Bet this game, bet this game. I host my own national show. <laughs> Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. No, 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 guys. Uh, some games have not scored. You mentioned, like, it's been kind of quiet so far to start uh, this week one on this Sunday. Titans and Saints are tied at three apiece halfway through the first quarter. 49ers beating the Steelers 10-0 late in the first quarter. And the Commanders have scored. All right. Commanders up on the Cardinals 7-0 with four minutes to go in the first quarter. A couple of quarterbacks that have already thrown an interception. Lamar Jackson has thrown an interception for Baltimore already. And I also saw Bryce Young has already thrown an interception for the Panthers. Are we surprised? Probably not, right? Yeah, we have more interceptions than touchdown passes. Mm. By the way, the Commanders score Sam Howell to Brian Robinson Jr. So uh, the Cardinals looking good to start the season. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Back to you guys. All right. Thank you, Monty, oh, very yeah. much. Once awesome again, we're brought to you by, uh, excuse me, Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes money easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection, one place bundle, and save at progressive.com. Yes, Ryan. Ryan Sorry, was just trying to interrupt because he was talk- wanted to talk to you about bundling. I yeah. did. <laughs> I did. It was really exciting. I just want to make sure I got that in. All right. Uh, yeah, Desmond Ritter to be John Robinson for the touchdown. There you go. All right, so the rookie out of Texas, the former Longhorn down there in Hotlanta getting on the board. By the way, speaking of Longhorns, how about their win against Alabama? Woo! Alabama did not look good yesterday no, at all so at home. Young quarterback Jalen Milrow filling in for Bryce Young. A couple First of picks that were pick. ugly. And, uh, and also, uh, Alabama, the Crimson Tide, hasn't lost at home since 2019. Yeah. So uh, uh, We were talking about that game. By the way, Lee Corso. Yeah. Picked Texas. Yeah. In the hotbed. They had game day there in Tuscaloosa. He had to he was be sitting next to Joe Namath. Airlifted out of Tuscaloosa because <laughs> he, he was on a the Longhorn. <laughs> And he was right. Yeah. No, listen, it, it's difficult, especially when you're in an environment like that, to pick against a team like uh, Alabama. But they've well, got Well, when you're problems. 150 years old like Lee is, you yeah, can I pretty much do whatever you want to do. I don't think he cares anymore. <laughs> He's just going to do whatever he wants. <laughs> but in, he in was fact, right. In fact, it, it could have very easily just been, he was like, ah, shoot, I packed the wrong head. Oh, well, who cares? I'll just choose the Longhorns. Uh, let's get back to this uh, AFC North right now, because a lot of people... People are hyping it up. Bengals, Browns, Ravens, and Steelers. Ravens, by the way, still looking to get on the scoreboard. They have a first and goal. They're at the Houston four-yard line. So earlier in the game, Lamar Jackson did throw an interception. But right now, the Ravens are trying to get in the end zone. And it looks like maybe, yes, they're in. 
Wow, look at that. Just like that. Jay Dobbins. Yep, J.K. Right, so Dobbins a... goes sky high over the pylon near side. Four-yard touchdown run for Dobbins, so the Ravens take the 6-0 lead, penning the extra point. That's the other thing we're always looking for, the first missed extra point of the weekend. That's right. Uh, we always look forward to that. Uh, but how do, you, how do you size up that AFC North right now? Uh, the way I size it up is when you think about what the Cincinnati Bengals have in Joe Burrow, uh, and the Baltimore Ravens have in Lamar Jackson, it's very difficult to see very far past them because a healthy Lamar Jackson is a dangerous Lamar Jackson. What do we got? We have Anthony Richardson scoring his first NFL touchdown, a keeper up the middle, two-yard score. So the uh, Jags still lead. That extra point is good. We are tied up, Colts and Jags. So Anthony Richardson, the rookie, getting in the end zone with his legs. I've been saying it all offseason long. Of these three first-round top five, talents that were just taken Stroud Young and Richardson he's the one who I think has the highest potential to wow us early you're gonna love this he's six of seven passing for 56 yards and then he has the two carries 14 yards and the rushing touchdowns so Right now, the rookie looking good out of the box. One of the things that Steichen did really well as an offensive coordinator and and a quarterback's coach in various places was he understands how to build a scheme around a player. They're not going to try to fit a square peg in a round hole in any. They're going to try to curtail this offense to what he did as a Gator. So you're going to see a lot of the same carryover from the playbook down there in Florida enacted in Indianapolis, and it's working early on in this game. It's not looking good for Baker Mayfield, although Tampa's taking a 3 nothing lead over the Vikings in Minnesota. Baker Mayfield, Bucks quarterback, 3 of 8, 12 yards. He's got sacked once. They have 8 yards net That's passing. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 6 of 9, 54 yards. Everyone is predicting, of course, that the Vikings will be the come-down team of the year. Their miraculous 13-4 and record last year, despite being outscored. For the entire season, they were 11-0 in one-score games last year. Yeah, yeah. Look, their first one-score game loss was their loss in the playoffs to the Giants. Minnesota could experience what you know uh, uh, statisticians called regression to the mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's when you have something that occurs and it's an outlier of what the usual outcomes are that you usually see regression. Well, I mean, or it could be, you know, progression toward the mean. Like if a team is wildly underperforming in close games, sometimes you can see that level out in a positive way. But yeah, the Minnesota Vikings, you never say lucky. Like it wasn't lucky what happened with the Detroit Lions on the road in Kansas City on Thursday night. You got to work hard for wins in this league and every team has pro bowlers and every team has all Americans coming in from the college ranks. You got to win football games. And the Minnesota Vikings did that. But you saw a little bit of a crack in the facade in the postseason hosting the Giants where they got boat raced and they got out physical. They got out toughed. So I think Minnesota could be in for a long season this year. All right, Titans have added another field goal. They take a 6-3 lead over the Saints. By the way, these are all still first quarter games. And the Cardinals, after the Commanders scored driving, they're now at the Washington 12-yard line. So they have a first down in the red zone there. So uh, Dobbs 
leading the way. Okay. Joshua Dobbs is driving this team. He's 4 of 5 for 33 yards. Marquise Brown had a 29-yard run. So and you got to remember, he's playing against one of the more talented teams in the NFL. <laughs> Everybody was talking about the commanders leading into this 2020. Well, they do have season. a defense, right? No, I know. I mean, like, we always, we okay. always hear that okay. about the commanders. They have a defense. Where will they come in in terms of place in the NFC East? Any takers on fourth place? A lot of hands just went up. Yeah, they're going to stay. I'll take it. Uh, no, just an update. <laughs> here in the Browns-Bengals game. Uh, Amari Cooper was just helped off the field. Uh, looks like he's uh, he's he's walking on his own power, but it, it seems like his ankle got a little twisted well, up Well, the game that had the most interest from a gambling standpoint is the only game right now where we still have no score as we get to the final seconds here of the first quarter, and it is the end of the first quarter. No score between the Browns and the Bengals and two very highly paid quarterbacks are struggling. Joe Burrow, 4 of 8, 25 yards. He's been sacked once. And Deshaun Watson, 4 of 6, 43 yards. He's been sacked twice. So no score, Bengals-Browns, as we head to the second quarter. Meanwhile, this Brock Purdy, Brandon Ayuk, uh, my goodness, he just caught another little crossing route, just a quick dig over the left hash mark, and Brock Purdy has just been lacing him in there. A 10-0 lead in Pittsburgh for the young quarterback here, and it's still only the first quarter, and we have flags all over the place. We'll see what that is going to be. But, yeah, it's 49ers ball right now. Well, how dominant have the 49ers total yards in this game? We just ended the first quarter. 118 total yards for the 49ers. The Steelers have two. Okie dokie. That's, Total yards, 118 to 2. That's not what you want. At this <laughs> I mean, rate, though, wow. uh, as the quarter is about to tick down here, they're on pace for having 8 yards in total offense the whole game. Yes. Which, uh, so, they have that to look forward to. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Brock Purdy, 8 of 10, 73 yards, and the touchdown pass to Ayuk. Kenny Pickett is 4 of 6, 14 yards and a pick. He's also been sacked once. Uh, Najee Harris, 2 carries for negative 2 yards. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, he got absolutely blown up on the Steelers first possession it's just anything that could go wrong in the force in the first quarter has gone wrong for Pittsburgh well, why is everybody so hyped up on the Steelers I mean this is all I heard I even saw you know a pro football talk I think they had the Steelers ranked at number uh, 12 or something in their power rankings saying they they're probably underrated I mean this is this was the groundswell throughout the entire preseason look out for the Steelers yeah yeah um, and uh, apparently they did not get a memo. By the way, the Cardinals have settled for a field goal, so their their answer is this question. Will the Cardinals score a point this season? And they have, all right? So they have three. That answers Commanders that. lead seven to three. Uh, you have a T.J. Watt led defense for the Steelers you have uh you have a receiving core you know anchored by George Pickens but Robinson and Deontay jo- uh, Johnson as well you have Friar Muth, who's a good receiving threat at tight end I mean look uh was it Warren and Harris out of the backfield offensively they're pretty hemmed up too on paper, the Steelers, with Mike Tomlin coaching, of course, who's never had a losing record in his NFL career, on paper, the Steelers look very good. But again, they're playing in an insanely competitive AFC North division, and I think they're the worst team in that division. Well, they're playing one of the best teams in the league right now. That would be the San Francisco 49ers. All right, so first quarters are coming to an end. we got a long way to go. Eight games around the NFL. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. 
This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Richardson going to take off and run. He's in there. Touchdown. I-N-D-Y. The first career touchdown for Anthony Richardson is a rushing score. That's Colts Radio Network there. Yeah, Anthony Richardson, his first NFL touchdown. Colts and Jags, they are tied at seven. We got inside 12 minutes to go in the first half of that game. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Steve Hartman, Rich Ornberger with you. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. I'm watching this Browns-Bengals game. Browns have a 3-0 lead, and Joe Burrow looks awful in this game. I mean, he is... 
completely discombobulated. He's 4 of 10 passing, just 25 yards. He's been sacked once, and his passes are not on the mark. And again, the big story going into this morning was late money just pouring in on the Cleveland Browns. They went from two-point dogs to one-point favorites by kickoff. So right now, a third and 15 situation deep in their own territory for the Bengals. They just run a draw play well short of the first down. So the Bengals are going to have to punt. So what is this? Is this the Bengals offense discombobulated or the Browns defense just dominating the offensive front of the Bengals? Driving driving rain right now in Cleveland, pouring on this Bengals offense in frustration. Joe Burrow just ditched his gloves. Don't worry, he can afford it. Um, but it, it looks like it's having an effect. And, and this is the truth about the early part of the season is weather really does factor. Kenny Pickett just almost threw his second pick of the day to Warner, the linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers, stepped in front of a third down pass. Can I give Watch you a this quick really update? Quick. Watch this. Look at, look at this, this pass that he threw. Crossing route over the middle. Wow. That almost was six points the other way. Right uh, now, San Francisco leads in Pittsburgh, 17 nothing. Go ahead. Uh, total yards in this game now, 49ers, 157. The Steelers have negative three. Wow. Negative so they three. lost more yardage. Yeah, so good. they now have good, 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 negative good. three total yards in this game. Kenny Pickett is five for eight for nine yards. Does that seem even possible? Five for eight, nine yards. Wow. And and they just got flagged again. So lining up for the third and 15, that, that near interception occurred on second and 15. Mm. On the third and 15, false start, Steelers back up. It's third and 20. Yeah, by the way, Brock Purdy is 10 of 12, 114 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, this is a this is a beating so far. <laughs> okay, um, back to what's going on with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. I, I think two things can be true at once. I, I think that the rain is having a factor, but also so the lack of training camp and preseason run for Joe Burrow is showing some early rust. I mean, he just does not look comfortable in that pocket at all. And Cleveland's pass rush is getting home. He's been hassled today. Well, I think what we're seeing right now is the 49ers, one of the best teams in the league, uh, in full mode. I mean, they, they, they have a look like... We're making a statement week one. We're on the road against a Pittsburgh team that a lot of people are hyping up, and we're going to show everybody right now, and there's something to be said about this, you know, showing off your best early in the season, sort of sounding the warning to everybody. Yeah. You're going to have to get through us because we've been saying this about the 49ers, and the only question is quarterback. Well, they kept insisting that Brock Purdy is their guy. And early on in this game, he is showing exactly why. Because he knows how to run this offense. Yep. Just get the ball to our playmakers. We got playmakers all over the place. Yeah. And all you need to do is get the ball in their hands. And so far, he's done that masterfully as the 49ers are destroying the Steelers so far uh, in this game. Also, remember what, like, uh, not Josh McDaniels, Mike McDaniel is doing in Miami right now with his uh, with his quarterback, Tua. It is the same offense that the San Francisco 49ers run. A lot of passes over the middle of the field. They're going to confuse you with personnel. They can confuse you with offensive shifts and motions. They're trying to get high percentage passes for their quarterbacks. So Tua, who struggled with Flores' offense, is flourishing in the McDaniel offense. Brock Purdy, who is the last pick of the whole draft, can step in and have success because they're going to give you high percentage looks. 
It's your job to make them look right. And so far, Brock Purdy, through the end of the season last year and early on in this game here, first half against the Steelers, it's going really well. So I'm watching the Browns game right now. As you mentioned, it's it's raining in Cleveland, which is hindering both of these quarterbacks. Burrow, 4 of 10, 25 yards. Sean Watson, just 6 of 10 for 47 yards. And I'm watching Deshaun Watson. And a lot of people obviously are hoping, predicting that we're going to start to see the quarterback this season that we saw in Houston. But I'm watching right now, and I don't know. Something's amiss. He doesn't – you know, I'm looking at eyeball tests right now. Just sort of a a comfort – you know, most most quarterbacks in the NFL are rhythm guys. You know, once they get into a rhythm, you know, if they if they don't get a, you know a lot of pressure, they can make the passes. I just watched there. You know, Sean Watson had time in the pocket and he delivered a bounce. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, again, rain is having an effect on both quarterbacks here, so that's going to be something that we're going to watch. Expect the under to hit on this Cleveland Cincinnati game because none of these offenses can really get it rolling. Yeah, Cleveland leading again, Cincinnati three to nothing. We got twelve minutes to go in the first half there so we've had uh, a light scoring first half around the national football league of course that could change very very quickly rookie quarterbacks in action we got it all covered here don't go anywhere much more coming up this is fox sports red zone radio fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live Minnesota 0-4 on third down. Cousins shotgun four-man rush. Kirk, straight drop. He fades. Man wide open. Caught. Touchdown! Jordan Addison, welcome to the National Football League. All right, that's KFAN 100.3 FM Vikings Radio Network. Vikings take a 7-3 lead over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Once again, this is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Steve Hartman and Rich Ormberger with you. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, we're going to help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road ads and protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be be ready, ready. now now hey let's go let's go it's time for the nfl on fox focus all right well it's great pleasure once again to introduce a man that's going to be part of our show whenever he has time because he's a busy man he's getting ready to uh, be the analyst for the game going on between the packers and the bears greg olson is joining us once again fox nfl analyst greg i know you're excited like we are about week one here in the national football league but let's get right to this packers and bears this has been a one-sided rivalry for several years now in favor of the green bay packers what do you expect today as we got two young quarterbacks going head to head? Yeah, I think I think right now. First of all, thanks for having me, guys. I think right now, you know, everyone in, in Chicago is hoping this is a this is a start of a new trend. You know, as you said, this this last this last de- this last decade or so has been pretty one sided with Aaron Rodgers quarterback in Green Bay. So I think there was a sigh of relief across all of uh, Chicago land when they heard the news that Rodgers was was being traded out of the division and. Uh, now it starts Jordan Love, so I think you know I think there's a lot of anticipation. I think there's a lot of excitement for uh, for both of these teams, frankly. But I think to Chicago, it, it feels like a new day. It feels like they woke up on uh, on Packer Day with a little different approach, uh, you know, across the city than maybe in years past. Yeah, life gets a little easier when the Chicago mayor moves to New York. Um, looking at Justin Fields, are we going to see? 
any growth from a passing aspect. I was excited by his athleticism, as many were. I mean, he had some dazzling plays last year on the ground, but in the air, he left something to be desired. Is it going to be better this year, you think? You know, I think that's the, I think that's the question. I think the biggest narrative, the biggest storyline going into this season is in year three, how much improvement as a, as a true, more traditional pocket passer can Justin Fields make? And I think, you know, I think the element of his legs and the element of his ability to improvise and also have some design runs will always be a key part. I don't think they ever want to lose that, that factor because it's a big part of what, you know, what makes him, you know, unique and special, but there's, there's no, there's no debate. He, he has to get better at operating in an efficient, more traditional passing game. And I think today is the start of that. I think from talking to Luke Getzey, the offensive coordinator, and, and Iberflus, the head coach, and even talking to Justin himself, they feel like year three with the weapons and the improved offensive line, they think everything is aligned for him to have um, him to have that big year three jump. So it's going to be a tall test. This, this Green Bay defense is experienced. They're, they're talented, you know, getting a lot of healthy bodies that they lost last year back for week one. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it starts out. A lot of people have this uh, misconception that it was a flawless handoff from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. People forget Aaron Rodgers' first season as the starter of the Packers. They went 6-10. and Two years later, of course, they end up winning the Super Bowl. So what are we to expect of Jordan Love? He's been in the system for a couple of years. Obviously, Matt LaFleur has been teaching him everything, getting ready for this. Uh, do the Packers, most people think we're going to take a, a big step backwards. Do they really believe that Jordan Love is the long-term answer? What buzz are you getting from the Green Bay people? Yeah, you know, honestly, from from talking to the people around the building in Green Bay, it, it, I don't think Jordan Love is the question mark coming into Week One. I think offensively, you know, the inexperience, primarily at the wide receivers and the tight end position, I think are the big concerns. I think, especially with Christian Watson, the you know who had a great rookie year, the second rounder from last year, you know, he's really the most experienced, as crazy as that sounds, and he's not even going to play. Um, he's been ruled out with an injury, so. They're very inexperienced at the wide receiver and tight end position. Ton of rookies, couple second year guys. Um, so I think today is really going to be relying on AJ Dillon, relying on Aaron Jones. Um, they have a veteran offensive line who's played a lot, so that will help Jordan. But I, I think they feel good about Jordan. I think they've got a lot of uh, a lot of questions and and some kind of curiosity to when the things get live. What does this young skill group, primarily the wide receivers and the tight ends, what do they look like? when things get real. Obviously, you have Matt LaFleur, the head coach of the Packers since 2019, all of those years with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback outside of injury situations and has had success both individually with his quarterback but also uh, playoff berths along the way. Uh, it, how big of a year is this for Matt LaFleur in terms of the pressure on him to develop Jordan Love? Is there, a, is there a clock ticking somewhere in the distance or are we not even at that crossroads yet? Yeah, I'm not so sure we're there yet. I mean, they've had a lot of success. I know last year they didn't make the playoffs and had some, you know, transition now with 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 Rodgers being traded. But you know, they've won a lot of games. They've had a lot of success since uh, since Lafleur took over, you know, here in Green Bay. So I, I think we're a little ways from that conversation. I think they understand as a franchise this is a little bit of a transition year. They're very young, 13 rookies on the on the roster. It's, pretty incredible so I, I think they're going to have some rookie growing pains they, they have a lot of talent I think they have a lot of guys they feel good about in the future it's just going to be about how quick can they get that future to arrive you know can that future be uh be expedited and, and come a little early because if not it's going to make um it's going to make for a tough year primarily on offense around 
around Jordan Love. Well, let me ask you this, Greg, as we get ready for week one, are, do you have a little uh, giddy-up uh, in your step after the big win for the U yesterday against uh, A&M? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, they looked good, man. I don't know the last game that I saw them score 48. What, I mean, they score 48? Yep. Like that. Um, that's, that's pretty good. I thought Van Dyke looked really good at quarterback, throwing five touchdowns. Um, I, I, that was a huge win. I'm happy for Mario. I'm happy for that program. We, he needed that signature win, and um, – that was a big one. Greg, we always appreciate your time. We love having you on. We look forward to speaking to you many times throughout the season. Have a great game today. We'll be watching Packers and Bears on Fox. Greg Olson, you're the best, man. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, guys. That's, Thank you. Uh, Greg Olson, of course, going to be on that broadcast. One of the legendary, oldest rivalries, obviously, in the history of the National Football League between the Packers and the Bears. But uh, let's face it, Aaron Rodgers owned owned the Bears. Yeah, it's not in there. I mean, he yeah. is the self-proclaimed <laughs> Chicago mayor, and now he's playing for the Jets, piloting that squad. It's uh, it's really interesting, the, the change of torch that's happened all across the NFL with a lot of the names that you're used to seeing in certain jerseys or used to seeing, period. They're gone now. You know, Tom Brady's retirement, Ben Roethlisberger hands the torch to Kenny Pickett after his retirement, what we've seen in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers singing his swan song on Broadway. It's it's. It's going to be interesting here. Over the next, you know, two more seasons, we're going to see even more changeover. And this quarterback era that we're shepherding in, I've been saying this for a while too. These are the quarterbacks who grew up playing seven on seven football, right? These are the quarterbacks who grew up taking shotgun snaps in high school. There's no longer pro style formation or option teams in high school. Everybody's running wide open spread offenses. So these quarterbacks are used to the passing game. So we may see some of the best passing game efforts uh, in the history of the NFL here in this next decade. Well, one of those young quarterbacks is Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He did throw an interception, but it just threw his second touchdown pass of the game, this time to Zay Jones. So the Jaguars have a 14-7 lead against the Colts. By the way, Anthony Richardson has looked really good in his first half of NFL football. 7-10, 63 yards. He has six carries, 25 yards. He did score a touchdown, uh, but Jacksonville leading that game by a score of 14-7. Panthers and Falcons, we haven't talked much about this game. Bryce Young has a touchdown pass and an interception. 10 of 13, 86 yards. Uh, Desmond Ritter now is the quarterback for the Falcons. Uh, he's 7 of 8 passing and a touchdown. Here's here's the problem. 7 of 8 passing for 17 yards. Right, right. He's also been sacked three times, so the Falcons have just 6 net yards passing in this game. I would just keep throwing it to Bijan Robinson. <laughs> like he seems like he's doing okay out there. Yeah. Um obviously a crowded backfield with Algier as well. Um yeah, we'll see how that goes, but a battle of young quarterbacks, obviously the first overall all pick on one sideline in Bryce Young, but Ritter very limited game experience so far in his NFL career. All right, I have good news for the Steelers. So the 49ers now lead the Steelers 20 to nothing. The 49ers have a 184 total yards in this game inside seven minutes to go in the first half. But the Steelers now have one total yard. So they're back into positive territory. So before they were at negative two, now they're at positive one total yard in offense with seven minutes to go in the first half. I I don't know if I've ever seen this before, Mm -hmm. ever, Um, especially not from a Steelers football team. Three and out, interception after three plays, Three and out, three and out, 
three and out. That has <laughs> been their offensive series so far against this 49ers defense. That's how you defense. have one yard of total offense. I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen that, period. Like, I, if this is... I mean, as big of a storyline as that Brock Purdy, you know, breaking in the new season, looking amazing, the connection with Brandon Ayuk for two touchdown throws so far, uh, the effectiveness of this defense, blah, blah, blah. Everything you're going to say is going to be about the 49ers because they're really shining here. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, did anybody expect them to lay down this way at home in their opener? I'll this tell is you. wild. Here, here's where it gets bad. Kenny Pickett has Trubisky in his face talking to him. Uh-oh. Look out. Uh, by the way, look out for the Cardinals. They added another field goal, so they are now trailing the Commanders 7-6. to six. How would that be if Arizona actually won today? Oops. Uh, don't go anywhere, folks. We're heading toward halftime around the NFL. This is week one. Keep it here. This is Fox Sports, Red Zone Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Gun for Trevor Lawrence. He drops. Four-man rush. Trevor looking. Fires to the corner of the end zone. That ball is going to be caught for the touchdown. Zay Jones in the right corner of the end zone. 
That's FM 92.5 Jaguars Radio Network as the Jags have a 14-7 lead on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. We have had the two-minute warning there. Once again, you're listening to Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the Tyrac.com studios, and it's been a it's been a rather quiet uh, first halves of some of these games. Let's give you an update on all the scores around the NFL. Eight games going on right now. We're at the half. Panthers lead the Falcons by, a, uh, excuse me, Panthers and Falcons tied 7-all at the half. Two-minute warning right now. The Browns leading the Bengals 3 to nothing. Both offensives have struggled. It's raining in Cleveland. Two-minute warning, you mentioned Jaguars leading the Colts 14-7. to Coming up on the two-minute warning, the Vikings lead the Buccaneers 10-3. to Still six minutes minutes to go in the first half. Saints and Titans are tied at six. All field goals there. Two-minute warning and this has been ugly for Pittsburgh. 20-0 49ers over the Steelers. The game hasn't even been that close. Two-minute warning. Commanders lead the Cardinals 7-6 to and just a few seconds left to go in the first half. Ravens lead the Texans by a score of 7-3. So by and large, outside of the juggernaut that is the 49ers, offensive has struggled in the first half in these games so far today. Yeah, uh, the 49ers <clears throat> have not yet punted today. Um, they are uh, right now, as it stands, working on their next scoring drive. They've scored a touchdown on an IUK reception, a field goal, another IUK reception <laughs> after a nine-play 68-yard drive, and they just hit or excuse me, and then they had a seven-play uh, drive that finished with a field goal. That was their last drive, and they're currently working on an eight-play drive for 39 yards with uh, the two-minute warning in Pittsburgh. All right, so here are the total yards right now. San Francisco has 223. The Steelers have one. First downs, 49ers 14, Steelers 0. Okay. The Steelers- so when's the last time you saw a Steeler team go in the half with no first downs and one total yard? It, it, this is one of the more bizarre games I've seen. I mean, they scored 10 in the first quarter. They scored 10 in the second quarter. They haven't used their punter. The Steelers have punted every series except for one where Kenny Pickett after three plays – threw the ball to the 49ers, uh, and he threw some other balls that could have been picked off. I mean, it's just been going completely sideways for Pittsburgh early at home. All right, so 49ers on the move. A tip pass uh, opportunity for the Steelers defense. Could not get it off the hands of Kittle. Brock Purdy in this game is 14 of 19, 154 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. That's a passer rating of over 132. Um, and, and again, eyeball test. I go by eyeball test. Brock Purdy looks insanely comfortable. Um, even when he gets a little pressure, he has a great pocket awareness. He knows how to roll out to buy time. He can step into the pocket. This is the thing they always talk about Tom Brady. He wasn't a great you know, athlete, but Tom Brady had such a great feel for the pocket. He always found space to get it done. A little pressure there by the Steelers' defense. Pass comes up short, so we're going to have a third and ten. But Brock Purdy already shows, and this is this is a sign of a guy who, by the way, started four years in college at Iowa State. Yep. Um, you know, the, the knock on Purdy at Iowa State at the end was he had a disappointment disappointing senior year, which is one of the reasons he dropped all the way to, as we know, the last pick of the draft. But that kind of experience at the collegiate level, I think, matters when you move on to the National Football League. I agree with you 100%. I think that a lot of what you're seeing, especially early in some of these careers, 
um, in the NFL is inexperience with these younger quarterbacks coming out after spending only two years in a college system. It's a grown man's game in the NFL. You're playing with guys who are uh, approaching 30 or into their 30s. You're talking about fully matured athletes with strength that has been built on in decades of time, not just you know a handful of years at the high school and the college level. I, I, I mean, it is a completely different sport at the NFL game, and it's baptismal with fire, especially when you're foisted into a starting role early. For Brock Purdy, he had time because Jimmy Garoppolo obviously was the second-string quarterback after Lance went down last season to get his feet uh, caught up to the speed of the game and his eyes caught up to the speed of the game. And when he went in there, he was sensational. He was poised. He was confident. And there is a Brady-esque quality to him. He's not the best athlete, but it appears like all the lights are on inside of that head of his, and he can make all the plays they're asking him to make. All right, so we got inside two minutes to go, two-minute warning going on as the 49ers try to add to that 20 nothing lead. By the way, uh, inside two minutes to go in the game between the Vikings and Buccaneers, this game in Minnesota, Vikings lead 10-3 to on a uh, Kirk Cousins touchdown pass to the rookie Jordan Addison. Justin Jefferson, I think we all agree, right? Best wide receiver talent in the league already. Five catches, 90 yards. In fact, Kirk Cousins, Rich, has 18 of 23, 211 yards passing and a touchdown in the first half. Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield, as bad as advertised, uh, five of 13, just 35 yards. Buccaneers hanging in there. But this is going to be interesting for the Vikings. No more Dalvin Cook, Madison in this game. Seven carries, 24 yards, not much of a running game, but at least throwing the ball. Uh, Kirk Cousins off to a good start. Yeah, yeah, absolutely is and uh, it's been a lot of that so far today obviously the passing yardage for the the Vikings has been where they've done their most damage and like you said Justin Jefferson I mean I I hope you drafted him in your fantasy football (laughs) league because he is going to have a sensational season for the Vikings Kevin O'Connell the head coach offensive minded guy worked with the Rams on that Super Bowl run and then took the job with the Vikings he's really got the things wound up tight there Kirk Cousins looks like a different quarterback especially in clutch moments with KOC calling the signals there in Minnesota All right, uh, debut for Derek Carr in a New Orleans Saints uniform he's 9 of 15 91 yards he's been sacked three Three times in the first half. Saints don't have much of a running game right now. Uh, meanwhile, Ryan Tannehill has struggled mightily for the Titans. Just 4-12, 73 yards and a pick. Derrick Henry off to a good start. 10 carries, 51 yards. Uh, is Ryan Tannehill long for the job as the starting quarterback of the Titans? We do have a touchdown for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Whoa! Baker Mayfield to Mike Evans. You see how yeah. I do that? I yeah. always take a shot at somebody <laughs> and it ignites death. them. So they hear you and they heavens. respond. Yeah, it's amazing, Mayfield. But that's that's sort of Baker Mayfield's entire career, isn't it? I mean, a two-time walk-on in college, two-time walk-on, yeah. ends up with a Heisman Trophy, number one pick in the draft. Uh, and just when you completely write him off, he comes up with the score. So, yeah, statistically, the Vikings have dominated this game, and yet we are tied at 10 with a minute to go in the first half, Minnesota and Tampa. Yeah, beautiful.
beautiful route concept, just a skinny post ran by Mike Evans, and Baker Mayfield put it right on him in the middle of the end zone, but Evans was running away from the defense, had about two steps on the nearest defender. So, yeah, we got a tie ball game there. I was asking about Tannehill and the Titans. Where are they going with that quarterback position? Uh, They're looking to make a change, and I think that's quite obvious bringing in and drafting Malik Willis a year ago and Levis last year, or this past offseason. They're looking to make a change. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be Willis. I'm not sure if it's going to be uh, Levis, but why would you draft Will Levis if if you were 100% satisfied with your starting quarterback? Now, you could have a situation like Green Bay where he can last for a little while, and you can have a draft pick obviously back up the starting quarterback for a while, but would we put Tannehill in the same conversation as Rodgers? The answer is no. So they're looking to make a change. It's just they're they're trying to get it done organically in the draft, develop a player behind him, and get them caught up to speed. You're going to love this. Your guy from San Diego State, Cameron Thomas, just recovered a fumble and scored a touchdown for the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, how about it? Cameron Thomas out of San Diego State, a two-yard fumble return for a touchdown. And uh uh-oh, Arizona leading the Commanders 13-7 to inside a minute to go in the first half. This is not going according to plan. Can you imagine ownership of the Arizona Cardinals if they walk away with a victory today? Like, Because I, I asked this. I asked this of Jeff Schwartz. I've asked this of you, Rich. Because you you are on a horrible Arizona team. But when, when you have an organization like Arizona that's doing everything in their power to lose, to somehow guarantee the number one overall pick in Atlanta, a Caleb Williams, how does that go over in a locker room? Well, I mean, it, not well. I, and and here's the thing. I never played on a team that was outwardly tanking. I, I played on a team where things got derailed due to injury. In 2012 with the Cardinals, we started off 4-0. and All right? Our starting quarterback gets hurt in game five against the Buffalo Bills. That was the first of nine straight losses. Mm. So we went from 4-0 to 4-9. and We won one game more that season finished with a five and 11 record everybody got fired but the despondence that occurs when you're in a stretch like that when you realize it's over when there's no hopes of a playoff berth and you realize also that they're looking to make a change with the coaching staff I mean all of a sudden you have a lot of players making business decisions guys don't want to get hurt Guys don't want to sell out. They want to make sure they're healthy for the next team they're going to play for. So even if it looks good early for the Cardinals, just watch. If things start going off the rails middle of the season for them, this is going to be a disastrous season for Arizona Cardinals fans, or I should say Arizona Cardinal fan. I think they're down to just one. <laughs> by the way, we're just brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's find out what is trending right now. Uh, Monsi, it's actually been pretty easy because we haven't had a whole lot of scoring so far today. Totally, 100%. Uh, Compared to last year, it's been quiet, but that's not a bad thing. Several of these games about to reach halftime. Panthers, Falcons tied at halftime at seven apiece. A little quarterback comparison. Rookie quarterback Bryce Young, 10 of 16 for 86 yards and a touchdown. Desmond Ritter, 8 of 10, 24 yards and a touchdown. Sorry, Bryce Young, one interception, not a 
touchdown, one interception. Desmond Ritter has that touchdown. This Bengals-Browns game, I don't even know what to make of it, fellas. Ugly. I mean, what is happening? Ra- you're telling. It's not like it's a monsoon. Okay, no. it's raining, but it, I'm, there's no offense. It's trash. I, I can't believe this. Like Joe Burrow, six of fourteen for thirty-six yards. Bobby. Browns are up three-zero. Thirty seconds to go. They are in the red zone. We'll see if they can score in this first half. Jaguars and Colts are at halftime. Jacksonville up fourteen to seven. Trevor Lawrence, one hundred and fifty yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Not too shabby. Buccaneers. That was funny. That you. What was the line you said that you and I laughed at, Ryan? You said what you said about Baker Mayfield was such a funny line. Yes. And then as he bad went as, expected. as bad as expected. <laughs> we both laughed. And then he went and scored. So a tie game, Buccaneers, Vikings, 10-10, 23 seconds to go. But yeah, Kirk Cousins, 273 yards in the air. Oh, snap and a touchdown. And they are in the red zone. So we'll see how that one ends. With Two minutes to go. Titans and Saints are tied at six apiece. 49ers all over the Steelers in Pittsburgh. 20-0, 75 seconds to go in the first half. Brock Purdy, 154 yards, two touchdowns in the air. And the Cardinals, look at them go. They're beating the Commanders 13-7. They're not supposed to win games. They're not, this is not part of the script. Do no. they not know that? This is not part of the script. The Ravens holding on to a one-point lead over the Texans. 7-6 is the score at halftime. C.J. Stroud, 13 of 20 for 91 yards. Lamar Jackson, 7 of 11 for 60 yards, one interception, but he has also rushed for 35 yards. Now, I know it's week one of the NFL, but I I feel that Major League Baseball is trying to get in here because according to USA Today, the Angels are open to moving Mike Trout if he seeks a trade. I, I, again, I don't know what value he's been nothing but hurt over the last four years. Yeah, yeah. And he's making $37 million a year. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a nice chunk He's going to pick up that deal. Somebody is. Well, yeah, probably. Somebody. Somebody will probably. Well, and here's the other thing. It's like, no way, no way will we ever trade Shohei Otani. Okay, fine. Trout uh, <laughs> will right? take a washing machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. We got a score finally, Monty, in this Bengals-Browns game, and it is Deshaun Watson. Wow. Yeah, yeah he yeah. runs it in, and that will increase the lead to 9-0 over the Bengals. And again, the whole world betting on Cleveland. And I say the whole world. For a line to move that dramatically. Yeah. I From wasn't. Bengals says two-point favorites to Browns as one-point favorite. Extra point is good. 17 seconds to go in the first half. And the Cleveland Browns leading the Bengals 10 to nothing. Uh, by the way, the Pittsburgh Steelers are moving. Mm-hmm. So they went from one total yard to 65 total yards. And was that a penalty on the 49ers in the end zone? I don't know, man. I think it, they're just replaying. Somebody that's got blasted. Friermuth, the tight end for the Steelers, I believe that's who just took a shot yeah. over the middle from one of the uh, 49ers' safeties. I mean, just got him right under the chest plate as he was trying to reel in a pass from Kenny Pickett. And these Pittsburgh Steelers, for the first time in this game, are knocking on the door, facing a third and three inside the 20-yard line against this 49ers defense who has shut them out so far today. Yeah, they had no first downs and one total yard before this final drive of the half. Uh, they look like an entirely different offense right now. There was a bad pass by Pickett, though. That mm. was behind the receiver that was open over the middle. By the way, I, I again, when we talk about, you know, great coaches. Yeah. 
And the Steelers have a great coach, a man that's going to be in the Hall of Fame. No question about that. I I have a weird feeling about this game. And, and Rich, we, we went through this so many times a year ago. Mike oh, yeah. Tomlin is one of those guys that can suddenly wake up a team at halftime and they look like an entirely different team. But how many times last year where we would sit here with all the morning games and there's a game that we just completely wrote off and then we're watching some of the other games and all of a sudden we look back and like, what happened in that game? Yeah. That's that's yeah. all of a sudden a game again, and then it turns out that's the game that we're talking about down to a wild finish. So if the Steelers can score here before the half, I don't know. I just got this weird feeling about the second half of this game between the Steelers and the 49ers. You, you shouldn't have a weird feeling. You should have a real feeling, especially when we're talking about a coach like Mike Tomlin who has been a great adjustment maker at halftime with Steelers teams of the past. Uh, this this is what you do. You, I mean, and they're at home. Yeah, you take a look at the, 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 the pictures. You see what they're doing to you defensively and offensively. By the way, just quickly, they're going to go for it here, Rich, on fourth and three with game. 39 seconds to go in the first half, trailing 20 nothing. Fourth and three for the Steelers. Pickett will throw, and that's a first down. Yeah, was that Harris? No, that wasn't Harris, but uh, it was thrown to a running back in the flat, caught before he rolled over the first down marker and rushing back to huddle because if this is a close mm, call what's i mean that was a perfect catch yeah all right so pick it they just burned their last time out that's the reason why they rushed back so he spikes the football first and 10 turns into second and 10 23 seconds to go in the half but if they get a touchdown here yeah i mean completely different game oh 100 percent uh the the pittsburgh steelers uh, over the years have been a resilient crew um, here's the thing. You also need a score because you're giving the ball right back to the 49ers in the opening of the first half. Yep. Steelers went for a three and out in the opening series of this game. So you have to score here. Otherwise, you could be in a 27 nothing hole to start the second half. And George Pickens with a reception out toward the sideline. That's another four yards, maybe three yards. But it brings up third down here. So you got to take a shot in the end zone here if you're the Steelers. All right, so uh, Commanders did get a field goal right before the half. So Cardinals lead the Commanders 13-10 at halftime, uh, scoring there on a Cameron Thomas fumble return. And then we had a Titans field goal. So with a minute to go in the first half there in New Orleans, Titans lead the Saints 9-6, all field goals uh, in that game. All right, 18 seconds to go, third and six for the Steelers. And again, they have no timeouts left. And Pickett is going to throw to the end zone, and that is... Flags are all over the place. Yep. What do we got there? Is that a defensive hold or roughing the quarterback? It looks like it's going to be against the 49ers. Yeah, we'll see what the officials say here. But listen, this is one of those plays in a young quarterback's career. And I don't want to say this is the play that's going to define a career. But these are the plays early in a quarterback's career where you start to make decisions about him. Can he come up for us in big gotta-have-it moments? And you build on this, right? You know, So if he does convert here, can he pick it? They get in the end zone. Well, it's a building block, right? Just like we saw Brock Purdy last year. you got to be clutch in clutch moments. This is an important series for the Steelers early this season. They're going to learn a lot about Kenny Pickett here in the early going of this year. All right, 49ers were called for a defensive hold. So that means a first and goal now for the Steelers 13 seconds ago. Uh, in the first half. Again, it's been all 49ers until this drive. Steelers are at the three-yard line. So they're 
Again, they don't have any timeouts, so they have to be careful about any play that's in field to play. Throw the end zone. That is a touchdown Steelers. Yeah, through to the tight end again in the end zone. Fryermuth reels it in, and so that is the first points on the board for the Pittsburgh Steelers today, mm-hmm. making the score 20-6 to in Pittsburgh. I, I can't believe how poor this team has played. That's a great pass by Pickett but right there. But that was the only spot the tight end could have had a shot at it, and yeah. it was it was rocketed in there. I mean, yeah. he showed some arm strength driving on the football. All right, so we uh, we have a game. Didn't look like a game, but that's the National Football League. You know, every every time, because I was always thinking this, uh, and again, talking with uh, Jeff yesterday about this, uh, and, and you do the, the gambling shows and everything else, week one <laughs> seems like a golden opportunity because lines for week one are you're blind because you haven't really seen anybody play. So you really don't know. We always know that you will will come out of week one saying, wow, we didn't expect that to happen, yep. either good or bad. So there are some advantages if you got little insight in a team that might be a little overhyped or underhyped going into week one. Week one and week two of the college football season and really week zero in the college football season, but also in the NFL, week one and week two, if you love an under or if you love an underdog, it's the time to do it because remember it's everybody's first week including handicappers there there is nobody out there who has a complete beat on what's going to happen any week but especially early in the season so if you've attended some training camp practices or if you read every single word written about a team and you're a huge fan unders and underdogs those are the ones you can really feast on and so here we go I mean I don't know if the under is going to hit in this one because the 49ers have scored in bunches and um and and Brock Purdy has looked excellent, but the Pittsburgh Steelers have a chance in this football game because of that clutch score there down in the red zone. All right, 49ers get the ball 10 seconds to go on the half. They'll probably take a knee. 27, 20 to 7 is the score. 49ers lead the Steelers. All right, we continue on. We're at halftime of most of these games. Actually, a couple of games heading into the third quarter for all the latest. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. From the third, BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Second down, it's a draw. Here comes Watson running. 10, corner, 5, touchdown! They loaded it up with four receivers to the right, one to the left, and it was a quarterback draw all the way. That's the Browns Radio Network and the Cleveland Browns and the whole world bet on them. They're leading the Bengals by a score of 10 to nothing at the half. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Steve Harbin and Rich Armberger with you. Again, looking at that first half, uh, the numbers are ugly for the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, 6 of 14 for 36 yards. Sean Watson, not much better for Cleveland, 10 of 20 for 85 yards. By the way, I'm trying to figure out the combined salary of these two guys or at least combined value of their contracts. <laughs> I don't have uh, a calculator that comes up with that big a number. Yeah, uh, you, you, you uh, got to do uh, fractions of billions. But, That's I mean, works. it's not a whole lot for what I'm paying you, right? No. no. I mean, Joe Burrow, what, what's happened here? I mean, what? I mean, I understand it, it a little drizzle, a little rain. It's not a monsoon. Joe Mixon, by the way, 7 carries 45 yards so he's getting his job done yeah but jamar chase two catches 19 yards in fact the longest pass play of the first half for the bengals 12 yards it's not enough i mean when you when you pay a guy that kind of money especially that kind of money up front 220 million dollars in signing bonuses uh, you you have to play especially when you're playing a divisional opponent better than he's been. And look, he he knows that, and he understands that. He's being compensated for great play and being a very clutch quarterback. 10 nothing is not insurmountable. I mean, we were talking about a 14-point deficit at the half with the Steelers and the 49ers. Definitely not insurmountable, neither is this one. It's a bad weather game. You got to make adjustments offensively, defensively in the locker room. Um, Joe Burrow, I will say this. The health looks like it's 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 had a factor, and and I think he could be 100% healthy here, but you miss that much time in the preseason. 
And I'm not talking about games. Like, nobody cares whether or not Joe Burrow appears in a single preseason game. I'm talking about practice. I'm talking about timing. I'm talking about working with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. I'm talking about working with his tight ends and his running backs, communicating with the offensive line. All that stuff matters. He's missed a lot of reps. So we had eight games kick off simultaneously, and it seems like one game, they're, they're not stopping the clock at all. Uh, that would be the Panthers and the Falcons. We only have seven minutes to go in the third quarter in this game. This game is motoring right now. The big story of this matchup, Carolina, by the way, getting a field goal in the third quarter to take a 10-7 lead over the Falcons, of course, is the debut of Bryce Young. He's 14-21, 103 yards. He has one touchdown pass and one interception uh, in this game. Uh, obviously, you got Frank Reich there in Carolina. Yep, They had the number one pick in the draft. They went for – he is – the tininess, at least in stature, quarterback in the National Football League right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, playing, Kyler Murray could give him a run for his money. But, but in Kyler terms Murray's of playing, thicker. Uh, he's a thicker. He's not, you know, the, the height is similar. But, I mean, in, in stature, Bryce Young is the smallest quarterback in this league. I, I'm a big believer in Bryce Young. I think his, his football IQ is off the charts. I don't know how he's going to get it done in Carolina. Again, Frank Reich is someone you know firsthand. Uh, how do you think Reich's going to handle this uh, development of this highly prized young quarterback? Really quickly, guy, rushing touchdown for the Ravens. It is Justice Hill in the end zone on a two-yard run. Oh, All right, so the Ravens uh, extending their lead over the hapless Texans. This figured to be a blowout. And right now, the Ravens have a 13-6 lead pending the extra point. Um, My thoughts on... Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers and Frank Reich's work with him. Frank Reich was my offensive coordinator in 2014 with the then San Diego Chargers. He had moved on and had great success with Doug Peterson and that regime in Philadelphia taking over offensive play calling responsibilities there before becoming the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And I said it before, another team right now with a a first-round talent at quarterback, Frank Reich should have never been fired in Indy. I I don't understand what happened there. Um, The owner – actually, I do understand that the owner became far too involved. And when you you have an owner – who, you know, whether he knows anything about football is debatable, but has hired football people to make football decisions, and then the owner starts making football decisions, that's when you know it's about to be a train wreck. And it was. They ended up getting interim Jeff Saturday in there, and the wheels completely fell off. Frank Reich, the leadership that he applied to an Indianapolis Colts team that was really struggling finding its identity with an injured Andrew Luck and with a revolving cast of starting quarterbacks that came through the door over his four-year tender, uh, tenure there, I, I think I think Frank Reich proved he was a very talented headman of that organization. So I think he's going to do the same thing in Carolina. He's going to help develop a bright young talent in in Bryce Young. All right, interesting development in this Ravens game. So they scored a touchdown to take a 13-6 lead, and they went for two and got it. Well, this is John Harbaugh, man. He loves to go for it on controversial fourth downs. He likes to go for two-point conversions. He has no problem doing it. So Justice Hill scored on a two-run, two-yard run, and then he ran right up the middle to get the two-point conversion. So the Ravens lead Houston by a score of 15 to 6. And by the way, we've been hearing a lot about this Ravens team in the offseason, and we're going to see much more passing this year. Lamar Jackson's numbers look 
very similar to what we normally see. 12 of 16, 124 yards, no touchdowns and a pick, and he's also run the ball five times for 35 yards. So, yeah. so far it looks pretty much like we've always seen with Lamar Jackson. By the way, the rookie C.J. Stroud making his debut for the Texans. Uh, 14 of 22, not bad, but only 100 yards. Not getting a lot of offense out of the Texans inside 10 minutes ago uh, in the third quarter. All right, so second halves are underway around the National Football League. It's the first Sunday of the season, and we got it covered for you. Don't go anywhere. Much more coming up. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Ball in the near hash of Richardson. RPO fakes it. Now he's going to screen it left side to Pittman. He's got a crease. He's at the 20, 15, 10, 5, racing for the pylon. He's in! Touchdown! Touchdown, Michael Pittman Jr. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. That's Colts Radio Network. Anthony Richardson's first touchdown pass in the National Football League. Tied the game at 14, but the Jags have come back with a field goal. 17-14, Jacksonville on the road against the Colts. Eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Once again, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We're going to help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And speaking of Anthony Richardson, very impressive. 15 of 19 passing, 159 yards, one touchdown, no pick. That's a 119 passer rating. He's also carried the ball seven times for 28 yards and a score. I know you were very high on Anthony Richardson coming in, and he has exceeded expectations in his first NFL game. Yeah, people were worried about the fact that he came from a Florida team that had a disappointing finish to their season, a 5-7 and seven record, and some of the things that you saw in terms of his own personal stats – lower you know pass completion percentage than a lot of the other contemporaries like Bryce Young like CJ Stroud but two things about Richardson he didn't play with nearly the talent that Young and Stroud played with in college and also a lot of those incompletions especially in some of the the deep balls that he threw were in and out of the hands of his receiving core there with the Florida Gators I watched a lot of film of him threading the needle, making big-time throws, and his receivers flat-out dropping it. So as a passer, I think he was better than people expected coming into the league. And then his athletic gifts are obvious. He's a 4-4 guy at the Combine. He's big, he's strong. You know you're going to be able to run the football and threaten the defense that way. He's having a beautiful debut for the Colts. By the way, Baker Mayfield should send me a check. (laughs) As soon as I said, bad as expected, Mayfield just threw his second touchdown pass since then, and Tampa Bay now has a 17-10 lead on the road against the Vikings. So Baker Mayfield all of a sudden catching fire for the Buccaneers. Six minutes to go in the third quarter there. Meanwhile, the Cleveland Browns lead over the Bengals is now 10-3. The Bengals have finally scored on a field goal, but it's not getting any better for Joe Burrow. Just 7 of 18 passing, only 44 yards for the highest paid player in the National Football League. But let's go back to the score we saw on that 65-yard touchdown run by Christian McCaffrey as the 49ers, uh, any threat from the Steelers, quickly extinguished. Um, 
I saw a block. What what did I see there Ooh. on that McCaffrey turn the corner 65-yard touchdown run? Well, you saw a bunch of good blocks up front by the offensive line. They just ran an inside zone play, which means that you're just trying to get bodies on bodies, get everybody moving toward the sideline. And uh, that was perfectly executed by the offensive line and tight ends for the San Francisco 49ers. Christian McCaffrey made a spin move off the safety who was coming down and filling in. That safety is left for McCaffrey. He has to make a miss. He did. Then he takes it out to the sideline. Brandon Ayuk picks up what you can only describe as a pancake. <laughs> cake block they're delicious with maple syrup on the field or off it was unbelievable so great effort from your offensive line Christian McCaffrey obviously one of the most talented backs in the league with the ball in his hands and then you have downfield stock blocks from your your receivers that's how you make big plays everybody all 11 playing for each other and the San Francisco 49ers have done that from opening kickoff today well the big question with McCaffrey has never been talent ever it's always been about health but ever since he put on a 49er uniform he stayed on the field 12 carries 117 yards rushing to Day. and that one score he's caught a couple of passes for 14 yards so he'll be a fantasy football freak this year that's for sure Brock Purdy's been outstanding 15 of 22 164 yards two touchdowns and no picks I guess the good news for the Steelers though is after a woeful start where they had no first downs until their final drive of the first half they got the touchdown there and they're moving again uh, although I guess they just punted away so uh, the uh, Steelers at least showing some offensive pulse, not much, but the 49ers right now continue to motor down the field. Was that a – what was that? I mean, it was a catch it as was far a as catch. it looked to me. It looked like it was intended for Kittle and it was overthrown. And Ayuk just – boy, this connection with Ayuk and Birdie has <laughs> been unbelievable today. Was this actually intended for him? Uh, it looked like it was supposed to be George Kittle. So they ran a deep – Double crossing mesh route I over the middle of the defense. somebody ran the wrong route. It, it looked to me like Kittle was supposed to run that probably shallower than he <laughs> did. And so you had two receivers within five yards of each other. And intelligently, Kittle, he laid off. This way, IU could come up with it. Yeah, that's sort of air traffic control trying to clear two planes in the same space. Uh, Panthers and Falcons are still tied 10 apiece. That game definitely getting close to the end of the Third quarter there, uh, Titans and Saints, unwatchable game, 9-9, all field goals in this game. Big story in this Saints matchup, obviously, is the debut of Derek Carr, uh, 14-21, 187 yards. He has thrown a pick in this game, no touchdowns, uh, not much of a running game right now. What, what do you expect this year for Derek Carr uh, in a Saints uniform? I, I, I have a... Uh, I have pretty high expectations for Derek Carr in New Orleans. I, I think that, again, he he wasn't the problem with the Raiders last year. I mean, certainly. He was, he was in fact, a solution. That was a top-10 offense. Uh, I think the defense over the years for Derek Carr, but especially last year, really let him down. Uh, Derek Carr is a competent quarterback. He's a good leader. Uh, he throws a nice football. He can make all the throws. Smart, talented guy has played under a lot of different offensive systems and has had success in all of them. It, 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 there, there is no question in my mind that Derek Carr can go and make an adjustment playing on a new team in a new city because we've already seen him do that. He went from Oakland to Las Vegas. So I, I think Derek Carr is going to have a good year in New Orleans. And also remember, John Gruden, 
uh, carryover from his time with the Raiders, came down and worked with that offense in the offseason. Uh, it was one of those things that was controversial because of the way things ended with Gruden's career, really, in the NFL. But consulting with the Raid or with the uh, the New Orleans Saints, I think he has a full time position now with the organization. So they're trying to make Derek Carr as comfortable as possible for a big year for the Saints because that was a top five defense last year. Michael Thomas comes back healthy, Kamara coming back after his suspension. Look out! I think the Saints could win that division. Well, uh, organization hell bent on losing is winning today. That would be the Arizona Cardinals on the road against the Washington Commanders. Five twenty two. To go in the third quarter, and the Cardinals lead this game 16 to 10. Joshua Dobbs, nothing spectacular, but he's been efficient. 15 to 21, 113 yards, hasn't thrown a pick. Uh, running game's been decent, nothing spectacular. And, and they got players. It's not like Arizona is void of talent. No, I mean, no. James Conner is, is a quality back. Rondell Moore, Marquise Brown. They got some players on this team. Yeah, let me, let me say this and make this very clear. Just because a franchise has made an organizational decision and they want to tank doesn't mean the players want to go out there and misrepresent themselves as actual talents in the league. They're not helping the Cardinals tank they're going to go out there and try to show out and that's exactly what they should do Um, and so we'll see how it looks for the Cardinals and Josh Dobbs this season again you got to remember they're playing against the Washington Commanders not high expectations for them this season all right Justice Hill has just scored again for the Baltimore Ravens so they have increased their lead now over the Texans to 21-6 pending the extra point last time they went for two Uh, meanwhile the Falcons and Panthers tied at 10 they just ended the third quarter they will start the fourth quarter the Falcons have a first and goal at the Carolina four yard line of course Last year, Marcus Mariota, that experiment failed. Uh, now they're going with Desmond Ritter, the former quarterback out of the University of Cincinnati. He's 11 of 14, but only 53 yards. Mm passing. Uh, Bijan Robinson obviously is the big story there. Uh, Algier, uh, is, is he's done well, and so is Bijan Robinson. Uh, yeah. He's averaging six yards a carry in his debut. Of course, the eighth overall pick. A lot of people surprised as great as he was at Texas that the Falcons would go with a running back that high in the draft. Well, what they're trying to do, and it's very obvious why Arthur Smith coming from the Tennessee Titans, all that success with Derrick Henry, is create the Tennessee Titans same setup down there in Atlanta so you get yourself a running back who can be a lead back for the organization a competent enough quarterback some talent around him in the receiving game especially players who can stretch the field and threaten the deep part of the field and play action that's exactly what Arthur Smith wants to do so we'll see if it works out with Ritter uh Bijan Robinson already a touchdown today looking good early on and we have a fourth and one situation Jacksonville being hosted by the Indianapolis Colts currently lead 17-14 and it is a fourth and one Doug Peterson chewing the mess out of his gum says wow hey let's go for it Uh, midfield on the road going for it with a three-point lead quick pass and that is I don't think he made it even close I don't think he made it they threw a bubble screen out to the far sideline and the Colts saw it the whole way sprinted in got support there made the tackle wow and that is a turnover on downs Anthony Richardson in this Colts offense gonna head out on the field I don't get that three-point lead again it's third quarter I mean it's fourth quarter but they had 
trips and then the quick bubble screen went absolutely nowhere. So the Colts down three will take over at midfield. And they got a red-hot rookie quarterback in Anthony Richardson. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, we're heading to fourth quarters around the National Football League. Eight games in progress. First Sunday of the season. Keep it right here. we got it all covered for you. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Powers goes in motion to the left. Jackson inside hand up. Justice Hill spins in for six. Touchdown, Ravens! That's 98 Rock Ravens Radio Network. All Ravens over the Texans. 22 to 6. The lead inside two minutes ago in the third quarter. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. And once again, we are live from the Tyrac. Dot com studios. All right, controversial play that just happened in this Jacksonville Colts game. So after the Colts stopped Jacksonville on fourth down, they went nowhere uh, offensively. So Jacksonville got the ball back. Trevor Lawrence went back to pass. He got hit. And it looked like an incomplete pass. Everyone was just standing around. And then 
the next thing we know, DeForest Buckner picks up the ball for the Colts and runs to the end zone. Touchdown. They're reviewing the play right now, but Rich, we watched the replay, and the question was, was Trevor Lawrence's arm going forward when the ball came out? And from what we saw, the answer is no. Yeah, Looked to us like a fumble yeah, on that play. That's what it looked like to me. His arm didn't appear to begin moving forward. Bigsby recovered it, and then it was knocked out by another Colts defender before DeForest Buckner. But everyone was just standing yeah. around. Buckner was sort of milling around after the play because nobody heard a whistle yet. So everybody was kind of like, what's going on? He picks up the ball, rumbles in for a touchdown, and so – as it stands, I, okay, look, based on the evidence we have, it looks like a touchdown. Yeah, they're still reviewing the play. Uh, again, the Jaguars leading the Colts by a score of 17-14. Three minutes ago in the third quarter, this is a long, long review. Meanwhile, the Browns up 10-3 to over the uh, Bengals. Uh, again, the whole world bet on Cleveland on this game, apparently, to move the line from them being a two-point dog to one-point favorite. Uh, right now, three minutes ago in the third quarter, and they have a third down. They are deep in the Bengals' territory. Cincinnati's offense has not shown up. We have an update in the Tampa Bay and Vikings game. Alexander Madison touchdown on a reception from Kirk Cousins. That game is now tied up. All right, so they tie that game up. A couple of touchdown passes for Baker Mayfield. I guess there's also a question about whether or not Buckner actually got in the end zone. Oh, Looks I, to me like he did. Yeah, I was going to say, unless he stepped out before he dove for the pylon, the ball broke the plane before he was on the chalk. So, yeah, a couple of things to look at on this scoring review for the officiating crew in Indianapolis who, look, it's been a tough day for All Trevor right. Lawrence. They've been getting a lot of pressure on him anyways. This could be a huge turning point. Uh, Cleveland did not uh, deliver on third down. Looks like they're going to have a field goal attempt up 10-3 to over Cincinnati. And it is a touchdown for the Indianapolis Colts. So what a wild sequence that was. Uh, Again, uh, what a lot of people, at least on the field, thought was an incomplete pass turned out to be a live ball fumble. And Buckner ended up in the end zone. So the Colts have now taken a 20-17 lead over Jacksonville. Again, third quarter score, two minutes to go in the third, penning the extra point. The field goal is good for the Browns. 13-3, Cleveland leads Cincinnati 221 to go in the third quarter. And again, Joe Burrow is 9 of 22 for 58 yards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it's they have no offense. It, it's it's been it's been a slog out there in Cleveland for the Cincinnati Bengals. And defensively, look, they're keeping them in this football game because the Cleveland Browns, for everything that people will say negatively about Deshaun Watson, I mean, that's still Deshaun Watson out there. And if he plays anything like he did for the Houston Texans now with the Browns. He's a serious threat, even in the rain. And you saw him get it done with his feet. He scored a touchdown rushing earlier. Uh, so this is this is a threatening offense. And the Bengals' defense is keeping Burrow and this offense in the game. They just haven't made good on their side of it. couple of uh, games that are really tight but not very watchable. Uh, the Titans-Saints, that game is still tied up at 9. Inside four minutes to go in the third quarter there. We just mentioned the Vikings scored to tie up their game with the Buccaneers. That game now is into the fourth quarter, tied at 17. Cardinals still leading the Commanders, 16-10, to 10, coming to the end of the third quarter there. The Commanders are on the move, though. They are in Arizona territory. By the way, quarterback play in this one, Sam Howell, 
uh, for the Commanders. Not bad. 18 of 20, 992 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Joshua Dobbs for the Cardinals, 15 of 22, 113, no touchdowns, and no picks. All right. So we have kickoff in this Jacksonville Jaguars game. So. Possession will go back to the Jags here. Third quarter, 227 left. They trail by four, 21-17. Colts on top right now at home after the DeForest Buckner recovery for touchdown and the strip sack, by the way. So he, that's the, by the way, that is the, the um, what, what do you, whatever you want to call it, like the holy grail of stats. When you get a sack, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery and a <laughs> touchdown in a single play. Nice. Yeah, that's a good way to start your season for big number 99 in Indianapolis. Houston Texans are knocking on the door right now. They trail the Ravens 22-6. to Of course, C.J. Stroud making his NFL debut. Again, numbers aren't awful. 19-29, yards, no touchdowns, and no picks. Uh, one little side note on the game so far – we have not had a missed extra point. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good thing to point out here. A lot of kickers struggling, or I should say have struggled over the past couple of seasons since they moved back the uh, point after touchdown, but none so far today. Um, I, I got to say this, I, you know, even though he didn't take snaps during the preseason, I expected Joe Burrow to look better in this game. Yeah, well, I, he couldn't I, look much worse. I, I mean, what 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 it, what are we watching right now? I, I have no idea. It's got to be the limited snaps with his offense. Maybe the calf is still I mean, bothering these are him. The same receivers he's had. We I know mean, that the line shifted wildly in favor of the Cleveland Browns. So maybe maybe there's a, an awareness of something that happened pre game that would hamper the Cincinnati Bengals offensively that we haven't been made aware of yet and maybe we'll have insight after this game but my goodness this has just been it's not domination because again it's a 10 point game plenty of time left as the third quarter is about to tick down under a minute to play in the third but well there there is one other factor here and we know a lot of people around the country around the world listen uh it's when i came out and picked the bengals to win the super bowl this year <laughs> not only win the super bowl this year i went on record as saying the bengals will win multiple super bowls this year uh, i have joe burrow as my league mvp this year uh, so that's you know, all written down. We have that master sheet out yep. there. So I have all that down. And when people got wind of this, they immediately ran to the bank, emptied their bank accounts, and put everything they had on today, the Cleveland Browns. So, again, the the power of my uh, predictions yeah. uh, is documented, <laughs> well-documented, and in full force apparently today in favor of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, you uh, you you screwed them, Steve. I yeah. mean, to put it in plain English, mm. uh, it is the Steve Hartman mwah, kiss of death. <laughs> it happens every season to one it team. Unbelievable. Of Thirty-two in the NFL. I really was <laughs> buying into the whole idea that this is going to be Although, the Bengals' year, but this first game is uh, is an eye opener. I should talk. I, I I'm I'm in no place to talk. If you look at our little uh, yeah. our, our our preseason predictions. I've got the rematch between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl, mm. and I got the Chiefs winning. They go out there on Thursday night opener, and they lose to the Detroit Lions at home. So there you have it. Uh, I see a big uh, play for the Colts, but a flag against uh, the Colts going to move this thing back. So the Colts leading the Jaguars by a score of 21 to 17 We are heading down the stretch right now. In fact, now is... Now is a good time, an early time, to jump in and find out what is trending because uh, Monsi 
we're going to get down to some crazy games down the stretch. I mean, no doubt about that. Yes, we are. And I have news that I, I hate that I'm going to say this, you guys. So the Ravens are up against the Texans 22-6. to J.K. Dobbins is feared to have suffered a torn Achilles. Whoa. Oh, Yikes. No. 23 games in the last three seasons because of injuries. Wow. Dobbins. Like, and that, that is, sucks. That uh, is their really sole running back. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a steady dose of Justice Hill moving forward yes. on that Ravens yeah. backfield. And, he, and Lamar Jackson, too. But like, I, that sucks. It's don't like, leave out Gus Edwards. Don't leave out Gus Edwards. Never. That's right. You Never. don't put Gus in the corner. <laughs> Gus Gus. Exactly, exactly. That's terrible for Dobbins. Uh, awful, just awful. Uh, Cardinals, again, not following the script. They're beating the Commanders still 16-10 to 10 early in the fourth quarter. It's Christian McCaffrey who put on a show in Pittsburgh, and 49ers are up 27-7. to 7. He has 15 carries, 120 yards, and one touchdown. Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson is out for the game with a hamstring injury, though. The Saints have taken the lead over the Titans 16-9 is the score. 90 seconds to go in the third quarter. Derek Carr for New Orleans. 226 yards. One touchdown. One interception. The Buccaneers and the Vikings are tied at 17. Early in the fourth as well. Kirk Cousins 338 yards in the air. Two touchdowns. One interception. Justin Jefferson eight receptions. 143 yards. Colts holding on to their lead over the Jaguars. 21-17. They're about to start the fourth quarter. Bengals-Browns. Ugly game. I really thought Joe Burrow was going to be like, I got this. Don't worry. I'm a pro. I'm making all this money. I don't know what he's doing, but the Browns are up 13 to 3. They're about to start the fourth quarter. Falcons beating the Panthers at home 17 to 10 with nine minutes to go in the game. A little uh, college news. It was reported earlier today that Michigan State University is investigating a sexual harassment accusation against head football coach Mel Tucker. The accusation is being made by Brenda Tracy, a rape survivor who works to educate athletes about sexual violence. A formal hearing is set for early October, but Michigan State just announced that they will be having a press conference today at 5. That's probably not good no, for No, no bueno. No, no, no bueno. None yeah. of it looks bueno. No. Yeah. Just like uh, the Bengals. Back to you guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, that's a Michigan State team two years ago. Had a great season, but last year losing season, mm. which never helps a coach's cause. By the way, the Tennessee Titans, uh, Rich, are trailing the Saints 16-9. Uh, Carr got his first touchdown pass. Ryan Tannehill in this game. 9 of 21, 108 yards, three picks, no touchdowns. How has he gotten this bad? That's a passer rating of 19.6. He has the worst numbers of any quarterback so far today. Well, here's here's the other side of that story. He's going against one of the more talented defenses in the league who have done a nice job shutting down Derrick Henry as well. I said it earlier in this broadcast. I'll say it again. I think the Saints are one of those sleeper teams that could really shock a lot of people this season where they end up. If, if they stay healthy, Michael Thomas – Kamara was talking about coming back from this suspension. Derek Carr, competent, has been good just about every single season outside of injury that he's played in the league. With a defense like that, uh, this could be a special season, especially in a down division like the NFC South. In terms of the Titans, this is what happens when you shut down the run. It becomes a very one-dimensional offense. Are you going to trust Tannehill to bail you out of games? It's just not happening. So if Derrick Henry isn't doing it, if the run game isn't doing it, the Titans fold. 
Arizona Cardinal fans can breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, of course, counting on an 0-17 season, uh, leading this game against the Commanders, but no longer. Sam Howell, a six-yard run, extra point is good, so Washington has taken a 17-16 lead against the league's worst team, the Arizona Cardinals, hell-bent on getting Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know if we need to necessarily update anybody on what the Cardinals or the Commanders are doing. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I well, we had a lead change. <laughs> okay, all right. We had a lead right, change. That's where we ended. That's where we ended. All right. So uh, um, the, the Vikings and Buccaneers it's been a very interesting game. This game is tied at 17, 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Baker Mayfield threw a couple of touchdown passes after I ripped them. But Kirk Cousins, wow, twenty nine of thirty eight. 338 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. They are not running the ball much. They are throwing the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Kevin O'Connell, you know, it was hard to really evaluate him last year because they had such a freakish year winning all these one-score games. I don't know why that was a negative. All season long was like, how about giving them credit no. for finding ways to win every single time? You got to win games, and it doesn't matter if you win them close or if you win them uh, by wide margins. Uh, it, you're you're only graded by the wins and the losses if you're a head coach. So Kevin O'Connell, as a rookie head coach, did an incredible job. And Kirk Cousins, to my eyes at least, and I'm sure a lot of other analysts will say the same thing, just looks like a different quarterback last year and the beginning of this year as well. He looks like he's a better decision maker. He looks more confident in where he's going with the football. Having an offensive-minded head coach, especially one who's played the the quarterback position at a high level in college, at the NFL level, and has done a nice job coaching up quarterbacks along his way as a as a, a assistant coach, but also as a coordinator. Uh, he takes on this challenge of making Kirk Cousins better, and he has. Well, it helps when you throw to Justin Jefferson, who in his first game of the year, eight catches, 143 yards. Meanwhile, Cleveland is on the move again. Is Vegas going to take a bath on this one, Rich? I mean, wow. Um, Could be. Cleveland already leading 13-3, 12 minutes to go, and counting. Uh, They're facing a fourth down situation right now, but they got the field goal team on. Again, Joe Burrow in this game is 11 of 25 for only 71 yards. Sean Watson has not been lights out by any stretch of the imagination. 14 of 2,739 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. But Nick Chubb doing what Nick Chubb does. The guy averages over five yards a carry every year. And he's doing the same today. 16 carries, 91 yards on the ground for Nick Chubb. Meanwhile, in Indianapolis, where the Colts lead 21-17 after the fumble recovery for a touchdown, a strip sack turned into a recovery, turned into a touchdown for DeForest Buckner on the last drive. Uh, Jacksonville now driving, facing a third and two against this, uh, this Colts defense. And we'll see what Doug Peterson calls up here. Already went for a fourth and one at midfield in the first half. Looking at third and two. And did they sneak it with Lawrence? That was a long two. That wasn't a short two. And he dove with every inch of what he's 6'6". I mean, he he (laughs) dove for it, but it looks like he came up just short. I don't know. He might have first down. It depends on where they mark it. But to me, it looked like he came up inches short of he the fooled first me i wasn't expecting yeah like you said it's like two and a half yards Yeah, that was a long two for a quarterback sneak he just sort of bolted 
in the middle of the line, but they are short. So now fourth and one, but it's it's inches. Yeah, you know, it could have been one of those situations. And by the way, this is exactly where they were on the failed fourth and one conversion. Uh, in the first half, they threw a bubble screen out to Evan Ingram, and it was snuffed yeah. by the Colts. So uh, I'm sure it is loud in Lucas Oil Stadium right now. My guess it's very loud in the indoor barn over there. Trevor Lawrence directing traffic here, and we'll see and, what happens. Another and sneak, another sneak, and I don't. It looked like he went backwards. He was met with some force up the middle there. The Colts were prepared. If if they were caught off guard last time, they were ready to stuff the middle of this. All right. I don't know where they're marking this ball, but it didn't look like he had any forward movement at oh all. Oh, my goodness. It looked like his, his plant stepped, went backwards. And now, in I, the NFL, I think all fourth down attempts are automatically reviewed this year. So yeah, the the officials the are backing off the Colts, saying just hold on a second. Yeah, the Col- literally every player on defense is pointing in the direction of their end zone, or I should say, the Jags end zone. They're just like, no, it's it's our ball. This is a turnover on downs. That was good job getting uh, middle pressure against the Jags attempt there. Look, Trevor Lawrence and this Jaguars team. They made it to the playoffs. They had that comeback against the Chargers. They they got blanked in the first half. They end up winning the game uh, and then gave the Chiefs a hard time in the divisional round after beating the Chargers in the wild card. This is, again, another one of those teams in a winnable division. And, and they, they are, are short. short. There it is. The Colts will take over, leading 21-17 to 17 inside 13 minutes to go. So identical situation from earlier in the game, going for it on fourth down, and they come up short this time on a Trevor Lawrence sneak. Came up a bit short. Browns did get a field goal, so the Browns extend their lead over the Bengals. 16-3 to now inside 12 minutes to go in the game. That That is that – is, something is up, Rich. I mean, again, if you're, if you're just joining us, and we talked on the, on the pre-show, you know, where you're talking about this, I heard crack just going nuts. Like, what is going on with the line in this yeah. Bengals-Browns game? It was changing in the moment. He goes, suddenly the Browns are one-point favorites. They were two-point dogs. So an avalanche of money coming in on the Browns today, and it's all Browns. Yeah. 16 to 3 over the Bengals inside 12 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Well, I mean, the one thing that we're seeing is Burrow not having enough time to really get passes off. You've seen a lot of low throws, you've seen a lot of, um, you know, QB hurries and pressures that have affected the timing of these routes. Uh, Miles Garrett has been absolutely taking it to Orlando Brown. It's been a tough day for this Cincinnati offensive line, and then as a result, Joe Burrow has paid for it dearly. Well, this is it for the uh, the Bengals right now. I mean, you're down two scores, and they got to get something going, and he can't throw the ball straight. Yeah, it's just been it's been an off. I mean, he's day for overthrowing. He had uh, gloves on early in the game. He discarded them. He's got bare hands now. But I mean, look at this pass. I mean, this is his guy, yep. Jamar Chase. Well, look, again, more pressure. This time, safety pressure up the middle, and it was one-on-one to the outside with Jamar Chase, and he would have won that that uh, that route. He would have gotten the first down, but there's just no touch on the throw because he's hit as he's thrown just about every time we're looking up. It looks like Joe Burrow is picking himself up off the ground. Well, third and 10 right now from their own 25-yard line. You get a sense as time is riding down, and that short pass 
going to come up well short, so they're going to have to punt again. So not looking good for the Bengals right now. My pick to win the Super Bowl (laughs) this year. All right, we'll continue on here. We're heading down the stretch in a few of these games. Which games will come down to the final minute? There's always a multitude of games that will. For the answers, keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Out to the right, Cardinals week four. Hal's got a good pocket, steps up, and now he's gonna have to run for it at the five. Cuts back into the end zone. Touchdown! Touchdown, Washington! Sam Howell, a seven yard scamper. That's Big 100 Commanders Radio Network. Commanders finally taking the lead over the Cardinals 17 16. Six minutes to go in the fourth quarter in that game. You are listening to Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. All right, so we're coming down the stretch now and several games around the National Football League. One game that is already decided, that is the Cleveland Browns scored again and added a two-point conversion. It is over, folks. 24-3. We had mentioned that the Bengals were going to punt. Punt, right? On fourth down? No, they decided to go for it, and Burrow got sacked. Yeah, fourth and four. Miles Garrett, who was being double-teamed by... The right tackle and the running back was able to break free and get to Burrow and bring him to the turf. Yeah, Joe Burrow in this game, 12 of 28 for 77 yards. 
Not good. Highest paid player in the league. Something has gone wrong in Cincinnati. Uh, Unless the Browns are the juggernaut that they look like today, certainly defensively, they have been putting pressure on uh, Burrow the entire game. Uh, Falcons, by the way, have scored again, so they've taken control of their game over Carolina. 24-10. Desmond Ritter, very good in this game, 15 of 18. He's thrown a touchdown pass. Algier has a couple of touchdowns on the ground. Bryce Young, in his debut, has thrown two interceptions. So Carolina now down 24-10 inside four minutes to go uh, in the fourth quarter. But this complete debacle for the Cincinnati Bengals, certainly the biggest story so far early uh, on this uh, week one Sunday of the NFL. Yeah, focusing on this Colts game, they still lead 21-17, but Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars offense has the ball back, and they're going for it on another fourth down. They're facing fourth and two inside of Colts territory, and they convert this time for the first time in three attempts. Uh, nice grab there, and so... The Jacksonville Jaguars knocking on the door with seven minutes left in this game. Was that Zay Flowers who caught that? Who caught that ball? But anyways, nice throw, tight defense, tight windows down there in the low red zone. They get the job done there on that one. After forcing the Colts to punt, so it was a turnover on downs on a fourth down try. Last uh, possession at midfield led to the uh, Colts' possession. They moved the ball three yards and had to punt it back to Lawrence and the Jags, who have gone now uh, seven plays on this drive. All right, and a quarterback draw by Lawrence gets inside the five-yard line. Uh, so the uh, we have some breaking news. Yes, Ryan? Oh, Monsi, what do we have? Let me give it Yeah, thank you. I like that. Proper breaking intro. Thank from you. Fox Sports. <laughs> Well, fellas, uh, we just talked about Michigan State University. According to Brett McMurphy, he's the first one to report that they have officially fired head coach Mel Tucker. Yeah, yeah you got to see that coming. Anybody who right. read that article last night when it broke, um, that was that was a bizarre read. Mm-hmm. That was, um, I mean, and if he's obviously guilty of what he's being alleged to be involved with it's uh it's not a good look for a head coach to be doing those type of things for or anybody to be doing those type of things this happens constantly in sports he's supposed to be a role model for the rest of those players at michigan state so mel tucker out Mm. as the spartans head coach after signing one of the most lucrative contracts we've ever seen a head coach sign in in college football history yeah he got a bigger contract than his predecessor the uh wildly successful uh, Mark D'Antonio. So anyway, he is out. Uh, by the way, very similar to the Pat, Fitz, uh, Pat Fitzgerald uh, situation at Northwestern. It's always easier to uh, dismiss a coach when he's coming off a bad season. Well, there is that too, that side of the I mean, story last year, too. Michigan State was extremely disappointing. Yeah. Um, we have a touchdown. Bigsby gets in. Tank Bigsby, uh, a two-yard man, maybe a yard rushing touchdown for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So after converting on fourth down, Trevor Lawrence on the QB draw gets it down to the goal line, and Bigsby rushes it in. So we have a 23-21 ball game. Waiting on the extra point there. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers have taken a 20-17 to lead on the road against the Vikings. Five minutes to go. A field goal there. 
Titans, as bad as Ryan Tannehill has been, and he's been awful, they did get a field goal, so they're still in this one, Rich. A lot of time, nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Saints hanging on to a 16-12 lead over the Titans. Meanwhile, that 49ers-Steeler game has been basically on hold. Uh, after the 49ers scored on a 65-yard Christian McCaffrey touchdown run to open up the second half. It is still 27-7. McCaffrey's had a huge game, 22 carries, 151 yards rushing in this game. He has 17 yards receiving, so he is living up to his fantasy football hype. Uh, Meanwhile, Touchdown uh, Jacksonville. Yes, we had the Jacksonville score. Thank you. We did that. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was good. Yes. I'm sorry. Tank Bigsby, one yard run. What a name, Tank Bigsby. The best best name we've called out yet today. Thank you very much. I mean, I know he's a busy guy. So by the way, by the way, if you hear any of us repeating something that someone else has said, yeah. Get used to it. Yeah, and also it'll happen a lot. Just laugh along with us (laughs) because if Ryan's the first, he will not be the last. Actually, I you can blame that one on me because Ryan even asked me, did they get the Jags score? And I'm like, I I think they did not. Chris, get the hell out of here! (laughs) Unacceptable. In fact, I I was trying to get words in as he was going into extensive detail about that touchdown, (laughs) speculating whether it was two yards or one yard. Yeah, it was so uh, one yard. Really wanted to hone it in on the yard. So I'm going to take back control for a second here the field goal is good for the 49ers they extend their lead to 30 to 7 now with five and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter and the ravens already leading the texans 22 to 9 knocking on the door again they have a first and goal at the houston nine yard line so okay uh, right now the the close games got jags up 24 21 over the colts colts will get the ball back you just get a sense though with anthony richardson he's had a great debut He's got something in store for us. Type ball game in Minnesota. They have the ball back at the at their own 28. They trail three points. Tampa Bay leading 20 to 17. And also New Orleans on their own 41. They've got a lead, but a slight one. 16-12 over the Tennessee Titans. Seven minutes, 30 seconds left to play. Yes, and the Jaguars did score. So we got that updated Tank for the third time. One yard run. <laughs> <laughs> Much more coming up. Exciting finishes. Tank. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Shotgun formation for Trevor. High snap, he handles it. Hands it to Bigby. Touchdown! Jacksonville and the Jaguars have taken the lead! That's FM 92.5 Jaguars Radio Network. I gave them a 24-21 lead, and they just added a touchdown. We'll tell you how that came down. Once again, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, we're going to help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The power of my voice is is unimaginable (laughs) because after Jacksonville scored, I said, I just got this feeling, Anthony Richardson, you know, debut, he's had a great rookie day. Second play, Colts get the ball, he throws an interception. 
Yeah, pass. And then uh, Etn Etn uh, goes twenty six yards for the touchdown. Jags <laughs> up ten with three and a half to go. So his first mistake comes after I predict that we are expecting Anthony Richardson in his debut, home field, crowd going crazy to pull off maybe a miraculous come from behind victory. Instead, they're down ten, three and a half. To yeah, go. It took three quick plays and then Etn for that twenty six yard touchdown rush where it just. Frankly, it looked like it was shot out of a cannon. Yeah. That, that's one fast guy, and we really haven't seen him uncork it at the NFL level yet like he did at Clemson because of injury. Uh, this Jacksonville Jaguars team has some some playmakers around this offense. All right, so a game that we really have said very little about could be the one that has an exciting finish. Titans and the Saints. Saints had the lead. Uh, Titans have had four field goals. Ryan Tannehill's been awful. But the Titans have the ball a second and 12 at New Orleans' 17-yard line. Saints lead this game 16-12. to We're inside four minutes to go. Uh, meanwhile, the Buccaneers and the Vikings, two-minute warning. And the Buccaneers with the lead and the ball, first down at Minnesota's 28-yard line. So, again, Kirk Cousins in this game is thrown for – 344 yards. Baker Mayfield, after a horrific start, I said he is as bad as expected. Then he threw two touchdown passes. Uh, so Tampa might escape with a victory here on the road against the Vikings, uh, despite the fact that Kirk Cousins has had a big day. Yeah, Kirk Cousins has looked good. Justin Jefferson has looked good. The problem is you've allowed the Buccaneers to sneak back into this one and haven't added on the scoring in uh, in the very recent past. It's uh, it's it's a little bit more than I think many expected out of Baker Mayfield out of this offense as a whole for the Buccaneers. They have a lot of dead cap money being paid to Tom Brady. They have very little money being paid to any other quarterbacks. And so, at least on paper, you know, offenses look pretty bad when you're underpaying quarterbacks. Well, then again, actually, I say that out of one side of my mouth, and then I also look at um, what Joe Burrow is doing, the richest contract ever signed in the NFL. And inexplicably, I I mean – Baker Mayfield's outplayed him today, so what do I know? Joe Burrow, by the way, and and we're, we're running out the clock now with Cleveland leading the Bengals 24-3 to a minute to go in that game. Joe Burrow, 14-31 for 82 yards. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, I guess no picks, that's one positive, but... Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, 14-31 for 82 yards. I mean, it has to be the worst game of his career. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, this will this will be the worst game of his career. Look, uh, a rainy day in Cleveland, that may have a factor. We talked about it already, but uh, the calf injury during the preseason, not working with this offense. And you had mentioned it earlier, Steve, we hadn't gotten back to it, but this idea like, okay, yeah, you know, we're, we're you know, the, he's worked with these same receivers for years now. Um, so it shouldn't matter. No, it does matter because every single year we've got our first win, folks. Yeah. The Buccaneers, as Baker Mayfield takes the knee, and Tampa Bay has come away with a 20-17 to victory on the road against the Vikings. So last year, the Vikings were 11-0 in the regular season and won score games. This year, they're 0-1. Just like that yeah and now we turn our attention to the next closest game on the television right now and that's Tennessee with the ball trailing by one point in New Orleans 16-15 lead by the Saints yeah they went for the field goal it's good 
So the Saints have the ball back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With the lead. Strange play by the Titans to go with the field goal. Interesting. Well, a, with two minutes to go. A lead of two points. So that's not great. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I, either I, that I, or I, you're I, very well, true. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. All right. So you got two minutes to go. You're down four. And you go for the field goal. So now you're down one. But now the Saints have the ball, and that could be the end of the game. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I don't know what the thought <laughs> process was there. I mean, <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, I, I, where, uh, where, you, are, are, where, don't you go for the win here or to get close? He, he kicked it. He all right, so he kicked it from fifty yards out. What was the what was the yardage though on fourth down when he kicked that? I don't know, but even uh, you're, you're trying to win facing? a game. I understand. I'm with you, Steve. You're down I'm not four, two okay. minutes to go. Oh no, it's a fourth and six. <laughs> you gotta go for it. I mean, wow. Well, I guess they got faith in their defense. Uh, so Derek Carr takes over right now. There will be a, a timeout with the two-minute warning, uh, but the Saints only need a single first down, and this game will be over. Yeah, and I'm trying to – yeah, I guess this half, it's field goal, punt, touchdown, punt. I mean, now it's been a mixed bag with the Saints. So I, I guess, yeah, they're really trusting their defense. Not sure why. In a, interesting decision there. Do we got a penalty here? What just happened? Uh, by the way, in the meantime, Jacksonville, which, of course, last drive ended with an interception, has gone right down the field against Jacksonville. Of course, again, they're down 10 now. Oh, the Colts, yeah, down the, the field Colts against are, the Jags. Yeah. So they are down uh, inside the 20. 20-yard line. They're at the 13-yard line. Anthony Richardson throwing to the end zone, and it Ooh. is incomplete. Off the hands of a Jacksonville defender, and it bounced out out of bounds at the goal line. And was that the third and two throw? No, that they, was it's third and two now. And two. Okay. Uh, Anthony Richardson in this game, 23 at 35, 218 yards, one touchdown, and one very costly pick. He also has run for 33 yards and a score. He's looked good. I mean, he's, Anthony he's Richardson looked has looked good. Uh, the the interception was a deep pass. It wasn't like, uh, but uh, unfortunately, it turned out to be a Jacksonville touchdown. So a third and two. There's still time here, and there's the strength of Richardson to stand upright. Wow. Yeah, looking for Pittman Jr. while he was within the grasp of a Jacksonville Jaguars defensive lineman who broke through on the move the pocket passing opportunity there, and that brings up. That's got to be wrong. Does that say third and 10 after it was third and two a second ago? <laughs> what the hell just happened? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. It was it was second and two, third and two. Now it's third and 10. Okay. <laughs> and just and by the keep, way. They're just trying to keep the game interesting. Yeah, I'm keeping track um, <laughs> both on the television and on our computers. There wasn't a penalty. So Anthony Richardson facing a third and 10 inside of Jacksonville territory. And he throws and it's going to be well short. So they have a Fourth down, obviously, will go for it. Meanwhile, it's over in Atlanta. The Falcons have defeated the Panthers by a score of 24 to 10. Bryce Young's debut, very much a mixed bag. 20 of 38, only 146 yards uh, passing, one touchdown and two picks. Fourth down attempt for the Colts here. And Anthony Richards scrambles. He's met with contact. Oh. Second effort. He gets across the yard of gain. Okay, that's, that's why you're paying this guy. No, I think he got it. You think he got it? Where did the knee come down, though? That's what the side judge is going to look at. No, oh, they're, they're, they're saying the first, first down. Goal. Yeah, the first, first and goal, goal from the, the three-yard line. Yeah, clock's running, though. Uh, inside A minute to go right now. Richardson is going to run again, and he's going to run – 
Oh, he got hit hard. Oh, he got banged. See, you don't even a physical. Oof. He got he got rocked. right on the shoulder too. Not his throwing shoulder, but he is no, hurt. That that was his head. I think. I think. I mean. Okay. So this is what we just watched. Anthony Richardson drops back. Um, and as he was looking for open available options in the end zone, takes it himself, runs into a little trouble in the pocket, evades to his right, he got gets wrapped hit. up by two Jacksonville Jaguars defenders, and it was either a safety or a linebacker. Watch this last hit. I think this was right on top of his head. Look at this shot. Right to the shoulder, though. That left shoulder is what I saw. I don't think the sh- – I think he took that to the ear hole, man. I think I – think- I don't know if it was a helmet to helmet, but I definitely no, no. saw that left shoulder cave. Shoulder to helmet. Let's okay, see. He's what getting happens. up right now. I think uh He's looking a little wobbly, although maybe he's looking for his mouthpiece and somebody picked it up for him. Uh, yeah, he's so, gonna be off the field right now. Yeah. So again, it's a second and goal for the Colts. They're down ten fifty nine seconds to play. Wow. Okay. Here. How about this for a pressure situation? They're running their backup, Gardner Minshew, onto the field. He's got the mustache. I think he's sporting the full beard. Has he? He's got the flow. It's hanging out the back of the helmet. Has he had a haircut or a shave in the last year? That, no. You know what? He he doesn't shave. I don't he even just know how he gets that helmet to regress <laughs> I mean, back into is, his face. It's just, yeah. how could he even see? I'm pretty sure he's still rocking the mullet. And it's a second and goal situation. How about coming into the game, trailing by 10 with 55 left on the clock? Well, he got a break there because uh, there was multiple defensive holds on that call right there. So I think they're going to get a first and goal here, 55 seconds left. Oh, man. What a game. What a job by Anthony Richardson. Although this is what you worry about with a young quarterback who has the ability to run the football. This was the the same conversation going on with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore when he first broke into the league. You got to learn to protect yourself because the hits are harder at this level. And Richardson took a shot there two plays ago. By the way, the Titans' strategy may work. Saints have a third and six from their own 33-yard line. So if the Titans hold... They didn't get the ball back, trailing by a single point. Still 155 to go in the game there. All, All right. right. Uh, again, uh, we have uh, just a rushing attempt by the Colts there, and that'll bring up third and goal now. Final timeout taken by the Colts, and we have a long play down the sideline in this New Orleans Saints game who lead by one. What did we just watch here, Ryan? Okay, here, let's see. So Derek Carr takes the snap, and he fires a pass deep down the sideline. And that is game. (laughs) That is game. By the way, some of the final scores that have just come in, we mentioned earlier the Falcons have defeated the Panthers 24-10. Commanders hang on. Oof, sigh of relief for Arizona Cardinal fans. Commanders win it 20-16. Browns over the Bengals 24-3. That is going to be a game that people are going to be talking about a lot today. What happened to the Bengals? Buccaneers winning on the road in Minnesota 20-17 to and the 49ers finished off the Steelers by a score of 30-7. to Meanwhile, Minshew throwing into the end zone incomplete. Wow. Brings up fourth and goal for this Colts offense. 45 seconds left on the clock. Of course, going to have to Actually, that here. was fourth and goal. Oh, that was? So turnover on downs? Yeah, that is that is, ball. that is game right there. All right, we'll continue on. We got some games coming up. They're kicking off here shortly. Don't go anywhere. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. 
running play. This is ETN. Tries to bounce it outside. He's got a little bit of room. 20, 15-yard line. Comes ETN into the end zone. Touchdown. They have extended the lead. How good is that? That's really good, and that's uh, 92.5 FM Jaguars Radio Network. Jacksonville goes on to beat the Colts by a score of 31 to 21. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. So the initial wave of eight games in the books, and I have to say this in all candor, pretty forgettable eight games. Um, Not a lot of tight games, even the games that were rather close, in terms of the final score, really didn't give us any kind of drama at the end of these games. So it was uh, pretty forgettable first eight games of this NFL Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I will I will qualify the Saints beating the Titans as a as a big win for the Saints. I, I don't think expectations were all that high for this franchise, and I couldn't figure out why, because Derek Carr, very talented quarterback. They have weapons around this offense. That defense was top five last year. I was high on the Saints all offseason long. Couldn't get anybody to to agree with me, it felt like. But a big win over Titans. They shut down that run game. Derrick Henry's healthy. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, again, without a run game, looks very, very ordinary. And that's exactly what we saw. A, a close win, but a good win for the Saints, who need to get off the schneid and – that's the reason why Derek Carr's there. All right, so we got five games that are about to kick off right now. Packers at Bears, Raiders at Broncos, Eagles at Patriots, Dolphins at Chargers, and the Rams at the Seahawks. So yesterday, Jeff Schwartz uh, absolutely loving the Patriots at home against the defending NFC champion uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, earlier today, we had a Pittsburgh team at home that a lot of people are very high on. They've turned the corner, and they got demolished by a much better team, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I guess reasoning with the Patriots, they have a legitimate offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien this year, uh, but this Eagles team is really good. Yeah, they're stacked. and Really, really good. If you look at their drafts over the past two seasons, but – including uh, three seasons ago, they basically have taken the national championship <laughs> winning Georgia Bulldogs defense yeah. and moved it to Philadelphia. That, that's a really good move. That's what yeah. we call a safe move. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. All right, so obviously when it comes to the Patriots, you have an allegiance to them on uh, – a team that drafted you, gave up on you too soon, but drafted you no less. <laughs> um, I mean, I know this about the Patriots. Their defense is above average. Oh, yeah, no always. question about that. But I guess how much, how quickly can Bill O'Brien bring back the promise that we saw in Mac Jones two years ago? I Look, Mac Jones, his rookie season, to me, looked exceptional. Um, now, I, I know a lot of people would be like, well, he was just managing games and all that stuff. It's very difficult to win games as a rookie quarterback, and he got that that team into the postseason. They got beat up pretty bad by the Bills that year, but just making a playoff berth as a rookie is is a, is a arduous task, and he was up for the challenge. Um, last year had to have been frustrating for him. Uh, you don't have an offensive coordinator. You don't have somebody who can competently sequence plays or or help you through the process of picking apart a defense. Well, you're going to really struggle, and you saw it on game days. There was a lot of frustration on that sideline. Billy O'Brien comes back from Alabama after OCing for Nick Saban down there with the Tide, and there's tie-ins. You know, I guarantee you – 
Billy O'Brien picked Nick Saban's brain about Mac Jones, the best ways to reach him and talk to him, um, similarities between him and other players that maybe he's coached in the past, and he'll build an offense curtailed to his talents, and we'll see what the outcomes are. Raiders at the Broncos, the winner of this game is guaranteed to be a game ahead of the Chiefs and the standings in the AFC West after the Chiefs lose their opener against the Lions. This is a tough call here, and I keep getting back to the whole dynamic with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was awful last year, and I know Sean Payton went public that Nathaniel Hackett was to blame for everything wrong that went to happen to the Broncos a year ago. But I also know this. Sean Payton has as much power as any coach in the league right now. He would not have signed that deal with the Walmart family Mm. that now owns the Broncos if he didn't have that kind of power. And he has no allegiance to Russell Wilson. I mean, I just get a sense that he is on a short leash. He didn't make the trade? He didn't make the trade. I mean, if you can execute my offense, you'll stay on the field. If you can't... If you if I see anything that resembles last year, you're going to be on the bench. You're going to be gone. Here's the dirty little secret about the NFL. Um, the, these head coaches are typically closer in age with the owners. Mm-hmm. These head coaches know how to work a room um, with owners in the room. You know, and um, and obviously they're being paid out of the owner's pocket, so they're a part of the front office and they have more touches with the owner than the players do. Sean Payton, especially a future Hall of Fame coach, is going to be able to um, going to be able to uh, get rid of <laughs> Russell Wilson before Russell Wilson's able to get rid of Sean Payton. I can promise you that. What do you got, Ryan? Well, very interesting uh, for Sean Payton's uh, first play as head coach of the Denver Broncos, uh, called an onside kick to start the game. And they actually did recover it, but there was a flag, uh, I believe, illegal formation. Uh, so unfortunately, no, they do not get to start this game. With All right. Wow. Well, that was that's Opening interesting. Salvo is the head coach. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Well, this is, again, when we talk about job security, I guarantee you that deal, he signed with the Broncos. <laughs> what if, what if, like, because he has so much job security, he just, he just goes off half-cocked all season long? He's just <laughs> like, mean, no, we're going to onside kick it and go for every fourth down this season. We don't care. All right. Uh, Jalen Hurts just uh, f- dropped the ball on a snap. What the hell happened there? Either a bad snap or a bad catch. It, it of didn't the look snap. like that bad of a snap. And there's a flag down on the play now. Uh, so uh, obviously, we're into the game already. New England hosting Philadelphia Eagles. We got the Bears hosting the Packers. And uh, the Bears offense gets the ball first for Justin Fields. And it's a big year for Justin Fields because already last offseason there were rumors, and I guess they were proven untrue, that they were searching a trade scenario for Justin Fields, but that was what a lot of people speculated the Bears might do. Yeah, meanwhile, out at SoFi, the Dolphins opening drive right down the field. Uh, Tonga Bailoa has two for two for 51 yards, so they're already in the red zone. Yeah, just got another successful run down to the 14-yard line of the Chargers. Mm. And you want to talk about a big year. I was just talking about Justin Fields for the Brown, or the Bears. How about head coach Brandon Staley for the the Los Angeles Chargers? Well, I- again, you have, a co- you have a general manager there that Tom Telesco has a lifetime deal because he's the best friend of – the owner's son that is the president of football operations. So despite the fact that Telesco has been there for three coaches, a decade plus 
has zero division titles, and he's still employed, that's what you call job security. And, uh, again, we'll see what it goes with the Chargers. Look, the jury's out on Brandon Staley. I've said this a thousand times over, much to the chagrin of many defenders out there. I said anyone that basically bases every coaching decision on analytics, I could do that. I could I could sit there and read a piece of paper to say what I should be doing in the moment. That, to me, is not coaching a football team. Well, I mean, you're going pretty hard in the pain. I mean, I, what I will say about Brandon Staley is um, – I've been unimpressed with the defense so far in his tenure with the Chargers. Uh, What you were promised when you got him from the Los Angeles Rams was a guy who understood how to put great players in position to have success. Speaking of which, as I'm talking about it, we might have a recovery by the Chargers. Well, they haven't ruled yet. The ball was on the ground. Now we got guys pushing and shoving. At this point, now they just said the Chargers have the ball on the – now, what, what would take so long on that kind of ruling there? What are they waiting for? All right, we're going to find out in a moment. But first, let's find out what is trending right now. And wow. honestly, for a Tua first fumbled Sunday, the snap. That's yeah. how that went down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go Chargers. <laughs> yeah. She is decked out in her Charger gear today, Monsi. I see oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think the Chargers are going to win the division, and I think Herbert is going to be the MVP. <laughs> go Chargers. Go. Now. All right, fellas. So let's go back to Michigan State for just a hot second, because now there's different reports that Mel Tucker has been suspended, but his job status going forward is in doubt. So it's either he's suspended or he's been fired. Again, they're going to have So they jump the gun conference. on the firing. I get it's there's both both stories are out right now when it comes to Mel Tucker I mean either way it's no bueno for him you know what I'm saying either way but he might just be suspended for the moment let's do a recap of the eight games that have wrapped up in the NFL the Falcons beat the Panthers 24 to 10 Bryce Young his first NFL touchdown was tossed in the stands the ball by his teammate did they ever recover that ball no not yet I'm sure they will, but I don't. I haven't heard. I would be so mad if that was me. But uh, whatever, you know, he'll get another one. He'll get another one. Yeah. (laughs) Browns defeated the Bengals. I did not have this in my bingo card. Twenty-four to three was the final score. Joe Burrow was taken out in the fourth quarter. He had only completed fourteen of thirty-one passes for eighty-two yards. Deshaun Watson on the other end, sixteen of twenty-nine for hundred and fifty-four yards, one touchdown, one interception. Nick Chubb had eighteen carries for hundred and six yards. The Jaguars topped the Colts 31 to 21. Trevor Lawrence 24 of 32 for 241 yards in the air, two touchdowns, also one interception. But how about Calvin uh, Calvin Ridley? He went 686 days without playing an NFL game, but he had eight receptions, 101 yards, and scored the first touchdown of the game. So not too shabby. The Buccaneers with a 20 to 17 victory over the Vikings. The Saints edged the Titans 16 to 15. 49ers dominated the Steelers 30 to 7. Evan Brock Purdy, 19 of 29, 220 yards, two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, 22 carries, 152 yards, and one touchdown. Two of my fantasy teams thank him because I have him, and my team name is Christian Mingle. You're welcome. 
Commanders came back from behind to beat the Cardinals 20 to 16, and the Ravens outscored the Texans 25 to 9. Unfortunately, J.K. Dobbins of the Ravens is feared to have suffered a torn Achilles. He's going to have an MRI tomorrow. 23 games in the last three seasons because of injuries. A little baseball for you. I know earlier I told you that USA Today is reporting that the Angels are open to moving Mike Trout if he seeks a trade. But the Marlins, they came back from behind to beat the Phillies. Miami is still one game out of the final wildcard spot in the National League. But Kyle Schwarber did hit home run number 43 of the season for the Phillies. The Reds with a 7-1 victory over the Cardinals. Cincinnati is two games out of the final wildcard spot in the National League. And the Mariners lost to the Rays 6-3, but they still have a one-game lead over the Texans for the last wildcard spot in the AL. You know who's not in the wild card chase? The Yankees, the Mets, and the Padres. Oh, yeah. The Let's check on that. Three highest in baseball. So Playing out the string. The Playing Yankees out the string. and the Brewers wow. right now are in the top of the 11th inning, and the Yankees have no hits. So the Brewers are on a combined no-hitter. There's three pitchers so far are that the Brewers have used. Are they officially out of it, though, the Yankees? What's I, the magic I, I, number? I, the I, Yankees, <laughs> yeah. Point zero 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 one percent Rich. Okay. But the Brewers just scored 1-0, top of the 11th inning in the Bronx. But it's still a combined no-hitter for Milwaukee. All right, we'll keep our eye on that, Monty. Yeah. Tremendous job, as always. Likewise, fellas. Yeah. Likewise. Uh, all right, five games going on right now. Seahawks just got on the board first against the Rams. They got a field goal there, three to nothing. The Raiders have a second and goal at Denver's three-yard line. Sean Payton's debut there. Uh, and, of course, former Broncos coach Josh McDaniels trying to get the Raiders uh, heading in the right direction. And the Eagles now have a first and goal at the New England nine-yard line. Hang on a second. That's not Jimmy Garoppolo in a quarterback. I think that's Brian Hoyer, his backup it looked like Garoppolo was shaken up on a play. Yeah, Garoppolo started the game two for two, 21 yards. He took a hit. Um, you know, as he by was, the way, your former roommate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Brian in training Hoyer. camp for three seasons in New England, yeah, we roomed together for training camp at the Residence Inn in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Okay, Garoppolo coming back in now. Looks like he's running down the sideline to get back in there. But yeah, took a pretty vicious hit on a QB scramble and uh, – yeah, well, Josh McDaniels is holding him off on the sideline. He's going to let Hoyer take this series down near the goal line now. All right, so here we go with uh, Hertz and the Eagles, again, inside the 10-yard line in New England. Uh, meanwhile, the Chargers, after recovering the fumble, so was that – I didn't see that was – Tungavailo under center? Yeah, yeah, he was under center. So this fumbled is, this the, is the problem. These quarterbacks are never really that often under center. Yeah. And if you're not used to that – exchange with the center sometimes that can happen it absolutely did they they it looked to me honestly like either he was confused on which direction it was going or he didn't ride the center long enough that sounds ridiculous but you actually have to kind of move with the center as he's going into his block and uh receive the snap that way um so yeah fumble at the goal line chargers get the turnover and a huge pass down the sideline justin herbert connects with keenan allen and that is why justin herbert <laughs> just got broke off this offseason i i love the fact that keenan allen is putting his hands to his ear this is a home game, but if you've been to any Charger yeah. games, it, it's rare that there are more Charger fans than opposing fans. Yeah, so, um, so I don't know if he was booze out there. I, I think he was listening on his home field to some of the Dolphin fans, but an absolutely perfect throw once again by the immensely talented Justin Herbert. 
And by the way, the Chargers are in their silent snap count at home at SoFi Stadium. I just saw the center do the little head bob, which means that it's so loud when they're on offense that they can't use their normal cadence, especially when Herbert's in the gun. Look, even when you were a San Diego Charger, um, it was a similar situation. Every game was a road game. There were times, I mean, we had a good season in 2013, but um, when the Raiders come down and play or you're playing against a team with a significant Southern California fan base like the Cowboys or the Niners, you can expect there to be a lot of the opposing fans Don't I remember a 2014 game when you played the uh, Patriots late in the season? Speaking of those Raiders. Tom Brady. uh, What do we got? What do we got? Jacoby Myers touchdown. The Raiders are now on the board in Denver. All right, so there it is. Uh, First score, that game goes to the Raiders. Uh, taking a 6 nothing lead, waiting on the extra point. By the way, we have not had an extra point missed all day. I'm seeing if that'll be the kiss of death right here. See how yeah. they did that before the kick? There you go. Two former Patriots, by the way, connecting on that pass. Good for six, and then the extra point is good. 7 nothing lead. Raiders have over the Broncos in Denver. Eagles uh, settle for the field goal, so 3 nothing Eagles early on. Uh, this Th- Third and two opportunity for the Chargers against the Miami Dolphins and Herbert Tucker it and takes it himself first and 10 inside of Dolphins territory just outside the 30-yard line. All right, uh, the Seahawks with the 3-0 lead over the Rams early. That's another team that everyone's just wondering, can it happen again? Can Geno Smith come anywhere near duplicating the kind of season he had last year. What's your gut feeling? My gut feeling is what we see is what we get with Geno Smith. I, I, I felt like if it was going to waver, we were going to see it last season. They they withstood some injuries too. Remember, Rashad Penny was off to a very good season. He gets hurt uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, there were obstacles. There were adversities. Uh, it wasn't perfect, and they relied on him to win certain ball games, which he did. I think Geno Smith, we can expect a, a repeat performance. Now, is it going to be as great as his season last year? Maybe not as great, but I think it'll be similar. I, th- I think he's evolved as a quarterback. All right, Chargers are on the move right now. They are down to the 24-yard line of Miami after the fumble snap, uh, courtesy of Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, you know, we watch Austin Eckler one of the great stories in this league, an undrafted player who has become one of the premier running backs in the league. Um, uh, Kelly, by the way, just uh, carrying the former Bruin there uh, for the Chargers. What do you you think is going to come of all this noise we had about running backs uh, and their situations around the league? Is anything going to change? No. No, listen, there there are just certain positions that increase in value and there are certain positions that decrease in value over the years. And running back is just going through one of those phases right now where they're not being phased out of the game, but based on their availability to replace with cheaper options, yeah, there are a handful of really good running backs in the league, but Joshua Kelly, I believe, again. Yes, all big, uh, big yardage carry right there for Kelly down to the Dolphins' 10-yard line in L.A. This is a big game for the Chargers. I mean, first of all, you do have a team, you know, traveling cross-country, the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins moving right down the field before the fumble on their opening drive. But for this Chargers team, because, I mean, there was a whole series of articles about chargering. You know, there's yeah. there's something about this organization that every time you think they take a step forward, they take a step back. I mean, you have one of the premier quarterback talents in this league and Justin Herbert. They have talent on this team. The question is, can they 
find a way to finally get across the finish line. Keenan Allen on a bubble screen there brings up second and goal for the Chargers. I didn't like that call at all. At the five-yard line. Yeah, and look, there's going to be some growing pains here with the Los Angeles Chargers, um, even though Justin Herbert had right, on. quick snap right now. Yeah, just shy of the, the end zone there. It'll be like third and goal at the two-yard line there. Um but can they get past themselves, Rich? Again, from someone that's been in the organization. Injuries. I mean, there's just been a Look, multitude of problems. And, of course, it was highlighted by that collapse in that playoff game against the Jaguars the, last year. The biggest issues that the Chargers need to overcome are exactly what we said, injuries. If they can keep this roster healthy, this is a Super Bowl roster. I, and I, I'm not I'm not overstating it. Oh, and they get in on a walk-in touchdown, Austin Eckler, just, I mean, untouched. Great job by the Chargers offensive line off the right side, uh, winning the line of scrimmage there. Yeah, look, I mean, from an expectation standpoint, when fan bases or analysts or anybody look at a roster, they look and see if you have stars, right, in the right places. They have a star at a left tackle. They have stars at edge. They have a star in the secondary of this defense. They have a star at quarterback. They have a star at running back. They have stars at receiver. What's slowing the the Chargers down is exactly what you said. Those moments, the gotta-have-it moments, and that comes down to Brandon Staley making better decision on fourth downs and, and at the goal line. And then the injury situation. It's haunted them for a decade plus. All right, we're going to put a wrap on things here. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Three receivers to the near side. They have to get to the 37 for a first down. Back goes Jones. Pumps, looks, fires. It is deflected and intercepted. Intercepted. Running along the near sideline. It's Darius Slay. Breaks the tackle at the 30. 20, 10, 5, pick six. That's 94 WIP Eagles Radio Network. Eagles in charge up 10 nothing. He's just got a fumble recovery as well. Not a good start for the Pats. That's also our progressive play of the day. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Steve Harbin, Rich Ornberger with you. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio from the TireRack.com studios. Wow, guys, I, I'm looking at our supporting crew, Chris, on the board today. First uh, venture in. Ryan, of course, a grizzled veteran. And, well, Monsi, I would never use the word grizzled, but a veteran mm. uh, as well in this guy. <laughs> Honestly, this seemed like... A pretty no, easy you could, you first. You say she's yeah. grizzled. I mean, she's been through the wars with us. I don't. What use is grizzled? grizzled. She, a gri- what is grizzled? Hang on, let me look up the grizzly bear. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't want to see. Like, like I got like 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 you've been you're, stubble. Yeah, like like yeah. you you've been put through the ringer with us. Oh I yeah. yeah you don't want to have, if you look at a grizzled face, it's not like maybe we shouldn't. Scars and cuts. It's an adjective that means having a streaked. With wait, having or streaked with gray hair. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, Great. so it means that There's you're none of that. With no, Marcy. no, like I, you are, you are, you are in the fight with us. Oh yeah, You've been but here I, for a while. I agree that it was a little bit uh, boring, right? It like, was. I mean, yeah. honestly, the first eight games were not 
great games. I ju- yeah, nothing Not great. super exciting aside from Christian McCaffrey's 65-yard That was yard a big play. Run. Yeah, th- aside from that, it was kind of a quiet... Yeah, well, I mean, the big story was Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Oh, right, but still boring. I mean, that sure. was a disaster. <laughs> so story my... because of what they didn't do. Sure. Exactly, <laughs> what they didn't do, and a lot of people are trying to figure out what happened uh, with all that money pouring in on the Browns right before kickoff, and then the Browns dominating the Bengals by a score of 24-3. to Meanwhile, the Patriots cannot have a worse start. Uh, they were down 3 nothing. Then the pick six made it 10-0. Patriots get the ball back. Another fumble. Well, and yeah, now Zeke we got Elliott. the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles have the ball at the 10-yard line, although a uh, nice sack. Patriots have a defense. But that's not going to be the question with the Patriots. The big question is, can they get Mac Jones back on track? Yeah, well, I, I mean, early <laughs> early on, not going so well for Mac Jones in this offense, although you can't blame him. It's raining, and it was a little bit of a high throw, but it bounced off the hands of Bourne into the waiting hands of Darius Slay, who did a really nice job running it all the way back. On that sack by Wise Jr., uh, Duggar was holding Dallas Goddard and almost pulled him to the ground. So that's going to help out the Eagles here on this drive. They have now a first and 10 uh, deep inside Patriots territory. Yeah, we'll see. I I mean, look, I can't can't get a read on Mac Jones as a quarterback because rookie year, really good. Uh, Sophomore year, not good. And he didn't have an offensive coordinator. So... It's it's tough to say exactly what his potential at this and we have a level touchdown is. Eagles just like that as they increase their lead I think that was uh, Devonte Smith there on the receiving end of the touchdown by the way uh, Bill Belichick it was announced has parted ways with his longtime female partner yeah Linda yeah yeah she was around when I was there when I was drafted through my t- tenure there with the Patriots how do you think he's affected by something like that is he like most people when you have a breakup it has a yeah. major effect on you is it a distraction of course right now he's not looking good he's drenched in the rain he's you know well listen, he's down I mean, 16 now good is subjective you know one yeah. man's trash is another man's treasure <laughs> I guess I don't know treasure. I mean he, he seemed to have. Uh, imagine like imagine yeah. he's going through like the I'm playing sad music on the way into the stadium phase every I, I every day now. I can't. It's you very know, difficult when you to watch imagine. him on the game. The, like it, his expression never changes. I no, mean, it's always the same. But so. that's that's an interesting thought process. Like, oh imagine oh, we have our first miss extra point. There it is. Oh, we were no. wondering. It came down to the final minute. Oh, oh no! The Eagles missed the extra first one. It took it. That's a record. For oh, us. another one. Another what? one. What? Just like this. Okay. Well, the Broncos, Broncos country, let's ride. Russell Wilson to <laughs> Lil Jordan Humphrey. Touchdown. What a name. Will Lutz missed extra point. Wow. And Jake Elliott. Another one. Unreal. Wow. Look uh, at this. Look me, at us. How about that? We made it. Uh, and by the way, the uh, <laughs> Dolphins have tied up their game with the Chargers on the most touchdown run. Maybe these uh, second wave of games are going to be a little more uh, entertaining. Well, let's hope so. Wow. So, wow. That's, that's a record for us to go all the way to the last minute before we had a miss extra point. Let's ride. <laughs> uh, Rams now leading the uh, Seahawks by a Let's score ride. of 7-3. to three. Hey, don't country. go anywhere. There's so much Let's more ride. to come. For all your NFL news, keep it Broncos here. Country. This is Fox Sports Radio. Let's ride. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. 